Rob Moorhead, Jerry Stanger with you live from St. Leon, Indiana, East Central High School at Trojan Field, where tonight we have got a fantastic matchup between the Class 4A number one ranked East Central Trojans and the Ohio Division I number two ranked Molar Crusaders. Tonight's game on WRBI is being brought to you by Ivy Tech Community College, Alex Shell, SCI Fiber by Southeastern Indiana REMC. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, Lutz Auction and Cornerstone Realty, Sig Surveying, Margaret Mary Health, Garings, Affinity Graphics and Tees, Maxwell Construction, Great Plains Communication, Huber Trucking, Ison's Family Pizza, Hurton Elko, Staber Oil, Bruns Gutswiller, George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Tudor Square Realty, and Fleetwood Chevrolet. The East Central Trojans come into tonight's ballgame 2-0 after back-to-back 42-7 victories in Week 1 over Lawrenceburg, last week over Harrison in the 74 Border War. For the Molar Crusaders, they come in at 1-1. They lost to Ben Davis in Indianapolis 49-28 in Week number 1. But last week, Jerry, another Indiana game. Molar knocked off Fort Wayne Bishop Dwinger. 57 to nothing and Jerry when you talk about the Crusaders you start with number 24 All-State running back Jordan Marshall. Yeah he's the real deal obviously going on to the University of Michigan uh, after his senior year at Moeller um, and he's a dual threat not only is he a capable runner obviously but they will line him up out on the slot and try to get him in some one-on-one matchups down the sideline in single coverage so uh, he hurt the Trojans last year in uh, both of those games. He had three touchdowns, 152 total yards, two of those rushing, one receiving. Uh, so he can do it all. Uh, of course, the Trojans, on the other hand, like to think they got a young man like that as well in Josh Ringer. Uh, Josh is a capable runner. Everybody knows that. Uh, went over the 4,000-yard mark in his career last week, only the fifth player in East Central history to eclipse 4,000 yards rushing. He sits in fourth place all-time. Uh, just ahead of uh, Alex Maxwell and right behind Logan Story. The other two, Andrew Wolf and Josh Martini. But back to the game here tonight. Uh, it should be at Donnybrook. Um, Moeller that first week, I think they probably really kind of had a chance to beat Ben Davis. They had some ill-advised turnovers. Second half, they had, I think, a 99-yard interception or fumble return against them. Um, so that game, much like the East Central game last year that we were at, um, the score was lopsided on the scoreboard. But if East Central comes in here tonight and uh, cleans up uh, the mess from last year where they had four turnovers, and I think two of those were inside the 20-yard line, um, I, I, the, I, these guys, and you know, you know it as well as I do, Rob, being on the field before the game, uh, they feel confident they play their game and, and not have the big uh, penalties or the that and the turnovers, they feel that they can hang right with Moeller. In that game last year, Jerry, it was Moeller on top 43-14, to 14, as you mentioned, a game that was marred by penalties and, and turnovers, I should say, from the East Central Trojans. But one thing that's also different for, for Moeller this year is they're under the direction of a new head coach by the name of Burt Bathiani. Coach Bathiani, he comes to Archbishop Moeller from Lexington Catholic High School, well, where he led the varsity football team to its first 10-win season since 2015. Prior to his time at Lexington Catholic, he was the defensive coordinator at Tiffin University. And he brings in an offense, Jerry, that's averaging 437 yards a game. 
Interestingly enough, nearly 300 of those yards through the air and 138 on the ground, and they're led by a sophomore quarterback by the name of Matt Ponatoski. And, Jerry, he's already thrown for 504 yards and five touchdowns in the young season. Yeah, uh, which surprises a lot of people with a guy like Marshall in the backfield, but he has proved a very capable quarterback through these first two games. And if there is a weakness on East Central's uh, defense through the first two games, it is in the secondary. So they're going to have to figure out a way to tighten things down. Uh, you know, what does the defensive coaches do upstairs above us and down the field? Uh, you've got multiple weapons like Moeller does. Obviously, they got a capable quarterback and only a sophomore. And they got some fine receivers as well. So you do you key on Marshall? Uh, do you try to play him straight up? Uh, you see how the game unfolds. You know, speaking of unfolding, you know, Harrison right, went right down on the field last week, three long completions down on the goal line, and uh, unfortunately for the Wildcats, ended up fumbling the ball away inside the one-yard line. That fumble caused by Braden Rouse, who also a few plays later uh, intercept, intercepted a pass and returned it for a touchdown as well. So uh, that game could have been a little different last week if Harrison scores first. You never know what's going to happen. But as with any football game, Rob, can't have killer penalties. You can't turn the ball over, especially when you're the underdog. Jerry, let's take a break here in our pregame show. We come back. Jerry got a chance to catch up with East Central football coach Jake Miners on the field prior to this ball game, and you'll hear that interview right after this. You are listening to high school football East Central action on Country 103.9 WRBI. Hey, football fans. While Ivy Tech Community College doesn't have a football team, what it does have is your play to a great future. Earn a short-term certificate to quickly get into a high-wage, high-demand career. Earn your associate degree in a wide variety of programs for a more affordable transfer to a bachelor's degree. Classes are offered in person and online at the Lawrenceburg and Batesville locations. For more information, email r11express at ivytech.edu. Craving some Hunt Brothers pizza? Yeah. Or you need a snack right now? Uh-huh. Is your car a dirty mess? Well. Is your mouth as dry as the Sahara? Olig Shell Station and Car Wash is right where Interstate 74, Highway 46, and Highway 1 all meet in St. Leon. They can help you refuel, top off your tank with top-rated Shell gasoline, then get your car looking spiffy in their easy-to-use car wash, all while you run into Olig Shell for some Hunt Brothers pizza, snacks, and drinks. Olig Shell, the most convenient convenience store in southeastern Indiana. Thinking of moving? Maybe settling in a state? How about both? One call covers it all. With Cornerstone Realty and Lutz Auction Service, now conveniently located under one roof near Dover, Indiana. Both Dale and Randy Lutz, as realtors and auctioneers, have been serving the community for over 30 years. Their profession is turning your assets into cash. Cornerstone Realty and Lutz Auction Service, where they're in your corner. Call 812-637-6666. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student-athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy at Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Here with Jake Miners on the field before the East Central Molar game. Jerry Stinger, Rob Moorhead with you. Coach, uh, going back to last week's game, 
Tell us some of the good and the bad out of that and give us a little recap on that Harrison game. Uh, obviously, we're really pleased. Uh, you know, anytime we can beat a, a good Harrison team, a good football team, 42-7, to 7, um, there's a lot of positives to take away. Um, you know, obviously, Josh Ringer ran the ball uh, really well, really effectively last week. Uh, but our offensive line play, again, uh, week two uh, came out, and, you know, our young guys came out and performed. Uh, really like Cole Burton. Uh, you know, we didn't throw the ball quite as much um, as maybe we would have liked to in that game. But uh, when we did decide to throw, Cole Burton was effective in the passing game. So, um, you know, overall on offense, we were very pleased. Uh, defensively, if, you, if you're only giving up seven points and, and you also – um, you get to score a touchdown defensively, you know, we're in really good shape. I, it was kind of a war of attrition last week uh, with, with the weather and with the heat. Uh, a lot of guys rotating in, and a lot of guys uh, were effective. Uh, Braden Rouse had a, had a whale of a game for us, um, and we really needed him to. You know, that's a senior team captain stepping up in, in a big way during a rivalry game and uh, really just putting his mark on his senior year in the Battle of I-74. So our, our special teams were effective as well, um, you know, so I feel like in all three phases um, we were pretty clean. Uh, obviously, in any game, there's a few fundamental things that you go back to the drawing board and, and you try to fix. But, um, you know, overall, we were really pleased with last Friday. You know, about from the time that game ended into Saturday morning, I think the general community around her thought was against the Mola Crusaders tonight, this is a big game. Is it a big game in your guys' mind and in your kids' get in mind? And how big of a game is it for your program? Um, uh, well, obviously, we, we treat every game as, uh, you know, the next game on our schedule is the biggest game, um, and that, that's our focus, that's our mindset. Uh, but, but we know, I mean, anytime you get to go up against the caliber of a GCL South school, uh, the tradition-rich molar team that they, that they have, and, you know, just the quality football team that they are, uh, it's important to our guys. Um, you know, they, they understand it. They understand what's in front of them. Uh, they're excited for it. I know our community gets excited for these types of games. That's why we put it on a schedule. We want to see what we're about early. Um, you know, win, lose, or draw, uh, you learn a lot about your football team in week three, uh, and you get to be able to make adjustments, uh, you know, the further down you get. But, um, it, you know, as I told the guys, um, we have to believe in our preparation. We have to believe in the way that we do things. Uh, Moeller's a great football team. I don't want to take anything away from them, but, you know, we just have to worry about us and the things that we can control, um, being fundamentally sound, you know, tackling well on defense, and, uh, you know, not turn the ball over on offense. And if you can handle those things, uh, any Friday night, uh, you know, you're going to give yourself an opportunity to win a football game. You know, you lost Ryan Brotherton for the night's game from last week. Um, how do you go about, obviously you can't replace him, but how you go about offensively maybe trying to make up for what Ryan will not bring to the table tonight because he's just not playing? Yeah, like you said, we're, we're not going to try to replace him uh, by, by any stretch of the imagination. But, you know, it gives uh, some other guys that, that have been right there on the cusp uh, some opportunity to go out and compete against one of the better football teams in the region. Um, so, that you know, uh, Ryan Mingus is going to have to step up in a big way tonight. Um, you might see Ethan Feldkamp on the field. Uh, he's been tearing up at the JV level. Uh, so, you know, we, we talk all the time about preparing 108 guys on our roster, um, and that's going to be put to the test tonight. And so guys just got to step up. Um, you know, obviously we, we, we love Ryan. Uh, we're not we're going to be happy next week when we get him back. Uh, but, you know, we talked with our seniors this week. I think Ryan's talked with those guys of you don't have to try to do too much. Don't don't try to do anything that, um, you know, that, that you can't do. Just go out and just play football and just cut it loose on a Friday night. Have fun here. There's only so many opportunities you get to step on the field, uh, Trojan Field in front of a great crowd. And, uh, you know, just go out and let it rip. Coach, we appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Talk to you after the game.
We'll be back with more of the pregame show right after this on your sports voice in southeastern Indiana. Country 103.9 FM WRBI. Southeastern Indiana REMC is now offering high-speed fiber internet to its members. Choose from our basic plus or premium residential packages with speeds from 100 megabits per second to 1 gig. Prices range from $64.95 to $109.95 per month. And there are no data caps. Get the connectivity speed you need at a price you can afford. Visit SEIREMC.com or call 1-800-737-4111 to check your address eligibility and to sign up for service today. Our friendly customer service representatives are standing by to take your call. SEI Fiber, connecting at the speed of light. If you're turning 65 soon and have questions about Medicare, consider attending Margaret Mary Hill's Medicare 101 presentation on Thursday, September 28th. Taught by a trained state health insurance counselor, these free sessions are held at the hospital and cover the basics of Medicare to help you better understand your options. To learn more, visit the events page online at mmhealth.org or give Margaret Mary a call at 812-933-5269. This is RJ Sig here for Sig Surveying. Would you like to know where your property lines are located or how to develop your property? Contact Sig Surveying for all your land consulting needs at 623-6700. Or visit our website at SIGSurveying.com. RJ is now a senior on the East Central football team. But one thing that hasn't changed is the reliable service you get from SIG Surveying. A Maytag washer can handle the tough loads with extra power to boost stain fighting on any wash cycle. The built-in water faucet is ready to give clothes a quick rinse or a long soak. Plus, the deep fill option delivers more water when you want it. Visit Garings to see how a Maytag laundry pair can help you power through laundry day. Garings and Maytag, 316 North Main, Batesville. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Welcome back to East Central High School's Trojan Field. Rob Moorhead, Jerry Stanger with you as we get ready for a great matchup tonight between the Class 4A number 1 East Central Trojans and the Ohio Division 1 number 2 ranked Moeller Crusaders. Jerry, last year both these teams finished with 13-2 and two records. Of course, when it comes to East Central, they finished up as the Class 4A state champions. Moeller, however, they had two losses on their schedule, Jerry. One was to the Division One state champion. The other was to the Division One runner-up. So <laughs> they only lost to the very uh, best teams in Division One last year, and actually got beat in what we would call the semi-state round right. by that runner-up, uh, who eventually then uh, came in second uh, in the whole thing. That was St. Edwards, the state champ, Springfield, who knocked Moeller out in what would be what we would call the semi-state here in Indiana. And unfortunately, in that game, Moeller had lost their starting quarterback leading up to the state semifinal and I believe young Mr. Uh, Ponatoski was thrown to the wolf so to speak as a freshman last year but now he's back this year and starting at Moeller and watching him before the game uh, you can see why he has well over 500 yards passing in two games he really really throws a nice ball be real key tonight for East Central trying to find a balance on defense do you try to stop Jordan Marshall or do we play everybody straight up and uh, hope somebody can make a big play in the secondary, uh, much like Braden Rouse did against Harrison last week? But this is far and away. Uh, I don't even think it matters how deep the Trojans might go into the playoffs. 
in October and November. This is far and away the best team they're going to play this year. Let's talk about Jordan Marshall, six foot, 215-pound senior, as Jerry told you earlier, heading to the University of Michigan next year. So far this year, 23 carries, 222 yards, four touchdowns, a long of 75. Jerry's also caught it six times for 58 yards and two touchdowns. So six touchdowns accounted for on the season by young George, by Mr. Jordan Marshall. He's not young. <laughs> He's a real deal. There's no doubt about it. And uh, even in with the quarterback coming in, uh, of course, Moeller, uh, a lot of, I didn't know this until Rob mentioned before the game, they also have a new head coach in uh, Burt Bathanani uh, this year. And that's the first I heard his name mentioned. So uh, it's a whole new regime over there for the Moeller Crusaders. They still have a tremendous following. Uh, they still play the tremendous schedule that I think got started under Jerry Faust back in the 70s and into the 80s when they won uh, five mythical national championships. Um, it was a lot of fun. I had the opportunity to have some of my family members attend Moeller, and then their kids attended Moeller as well, so I was able to go to some of their games up in Cincinnati. They used to play up at the old uh, Kings Island when the College Football Hall of Fame was there. It was a completely different atmosphere than what he uh, was used to out here in Indiana, but now I think the East Central Trojans are kind of up there on that same level as well with the Mobile Crusaders, and they're going to try to keep it rolling again this year. Indeed, Jerry. And at this time, we're going to take a two-minute timeout for the National Anthem. We'll come back with more of a pregame show and kickoff right after this on Country 103.9 WRBI. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Fleetwood Chevrolet at 950 North Michigan Avenue in Greensburg invites you to visit them. They're here to help you with your next new or pre-owned vehicle purchase, as well as all your service and parts needs. They're the home of Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and free oil changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. Give them an opportunity to earn your business at Fleetwood Chevrolet. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Affinity Graphics and Tees, your number one supplier of fine screen printed and embroidered apparel, is a proud supporter of high school athletics. With Affinity Graphics and Tees, you can create and sell your own designs online anytime. Design cool custom apparel and t-shirts for your team, fundraiser, bachelor party, or even reunion. With hundreds of styles and colors to choose from, visit Affinity Graphics and Tees online design studio at shopaffinitygraphics.com. Or call 812-363-4379. Huber Trucking, just off I-74 in Sunman, is a proud supporter of East Central High School football. They urge you to consider coming out to see a game in person this year to root on the Trojans to another successful season. Call Huber Trucking at 812-623-3570 to haul sand, gravel, or any kind of stone product. That's Huber Trucking, 812-623-3570, a proud supporter of East Central High School football. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Welcome back to East Central High School pregame show. Rob Moorhead, Jerry Stanger with you. And Jerry, we've talked a little bit about some of the players on this molar ball club. Let's talk a little about the hometown East Central Trojans. Cole Burton will be under center tonight. 14 for 22 through the air this year. 203 yards, two touchdowns, a quarterback rating of 123.9. And in the backfield, good old number 15, 6'2", 200-pound senior Josh Ringer. 30 carries on the season, 342 yards, 8 touchdowns with a long of 43. Also has two receptions for 54 yards and a touchdown, Jerry. 
The young man's accounted for nine touchdowns on the season. Well, here's the real deal. He's going over to Miami University just up the road at Oxford next year. Of course, Ryan Brotherton already signed with Mesh Western Michigan as well. Um, I think a lot of people think Noah Schneider may be a D1 prospect, too, on offensive line. But uh, these core of this team, a lot of them are three-year starters. They've been through the wars together. Uh, they know what it takes. Uh, we was able to talk to Randy Maxwell a little bit on the field, Rob, and he said they are focused. They know what it takes to win this game here tonight, and uh, it's just a matter of going out and executing the game plan. Uh, losing Ryan Brotherton is a huge void to fill. You're not going to replace him, not with one or two or maybe even three guys. We're going to see some new numbers occasionally on the field tonight. How much they're involved in the game plan will be uh, yet to be seen. We're going to see some different looks on the offensive backfield. We were told that before the game by uh, multiple coaches on the field. Uh, I, I think it's a possibly a feeling out process, uh, the first maybe two or three series for East Central to possibly see what they will have working against Moeller's defense here tonight, which, yeah, they did pitch a shutout last week, but a lot of people don't think that uh, Fort Wayne Dwenger is very good. They did give up 49 to Ben Davis, which uh, I don't care who you're playing. Yes, Ben Davis is apparently a, a very, very good football team. That's a lot of points to give up. Uh, I was fortunate enough to uh, talk to a couple guys from Moeller this week, and uh, they're a little bit leery about coming out here to little old St. Leon. they a little bit leery about their defense. They think they're going to score some points. It's just a matter of how uh, much they can hold East Central now. We'll see how it unfolds. Jerry, looks like the Trojans did win the toss again this week. They have elected to defer. They will bring their defense out onto the field as the Moeller Crusaders will receive this opening kickoff here tonight in just a couple of minutes. For East Central, Jerry, they've gained 329 yards per game in their first two games. 227 on the ground, 102 through the air. 12 touchdowns of those 12 touchdowns, Jerry. Nine by the run, two by the pass, and one on Braden Rouse's defense. Defense comes onto the field here in a few minutes. Dylan Maxwell, the leading tackler for the Trojans, with 11 on the year, followed by Alex Kuhn with 10. Actually throw Braden Rouse in there with that game he had last week. Yeah. He actually leads them with 13 tackles and a sack. And you got Connor Kuhn checking in with nine tackles and Carson Bazanka with ten. So a team defense, uh, just like the definition was what you would want. You got guys flying to the ball, and they will have their hands full tonight trying to contain Jordan Marshall. Without a doubt. We'll see how charged up Nathan McPhee is for this game. Moeller will be going from left to right or from west to east here at Trojan Field. The, I'm sorry, Jerry. No, I'm just going to say, you're talking about the defense. I, I think that's kind of their defensive game plan. Uh, let the defensive linemen tie up the guys up front and let their linebackers come in and clean things up. Preston Smith and Jordan Marshall wait back at their own five-yard line for this opening kick from Nathan McPhee. Nathan has done a fantastic job this year already uh, with six touchbacks on the year, I should say, six touchbacks on the year out of 13 kickoffs and uh, we are just about ready to get this rolling we've got a wonderful crowd here tonight and it's a beautiful night for football here in St. Leon Indiana we thank you so much for joining us here on country 103.9 WRBI the officials are waiting I think it's a TV timeout already yep. Jerry. they're waiting uh, for uh, everything to be just right letting the clock get reset here and uh, might be having a little bit of a clock issue over here as I look down to my left in the press box and I think they have it figured out now 
as there are 12 minutes put up on the clock. Real quickly, a couple scores already passed along. Most games started at 7 o'clock. Larchburg Milan tied at 7 late first quarter. Greensburg Connorsville tied at 7 as well. Batesville over South Dearborn, 7 to nothing. start of quarter 2. Here we go as Nathan McPhee approaches the football, swings the leg, kicks a short kick. It's going to be fielded by Marshall at the 11-yard line. He's running to his right across the 30, still on his feet, down the sideline and pushed out of bounds, just shy of the 40-yard line, and that's where the Molar Crusaders will come over, come out, I should say, and take over first and 10. And we'll see where they officially put that down. Looks like inside the 40, maybe about the 38. It's going to be the 38 or 39-yard line. Let's see. They're bringing a the ball in from the far side, and they will mark it. Here we're going to call her the 39-yard yep. line, first and 10 for the Crusaders. It'll be Matt Ponatoski bringing the Molar Crusader offense out onto the field. He'll have Jordan Marshall in behind him and two receivers in a tandem formation at the bottom of the formation, one receiver at the top. They send a man in motion. That's Preston Smith. Podonoski gets it, hands off to Marshall, running to the left. He's got room out across midfield, and he's going to get into Trojan territory across the 45, down to the 43-yard line. So a quick gain of about 15, Jerry. Yeah, just a simple run off tackle over to the far side. Found a hole, sliced through, and the Trojans got to get some helmets on him. He is incredibly difficult to bring down. Going for a wide receiver screen here, and it is complete. Ball on the ground, but recovered by the receiver. Positive yardage inside the 40 to the 39 on the reception for Moeller is Roman Mason, a junior wide receiver. Going to bring up second down and seven. A uh, Trojan faithful, and uh, I have to say I was leaning in their direction. They wanted a holding penalty out there on number five of East Central. It sure did lucky get held. Carson Bazanka, but no flag. Again, Marshall in beside. Nope, not Marshall. They've taken him out. Handoff is to his replacement running around the right side to the 35. On the carry that time was Isaac Shade, a senior running back. Shade carries the ball to the 35-yard line. It'll bring up third down and two. Isaac Shade, nine carries on the year for 40 yards uh, so far coming into tonight's game. See if the Trojans can uh, force at least a decision on fourth down by the Crusaders, third and three at the East Central 35-yard line. And this is uh, obviously three yards to go. This is a pass-run option for the Crusaders. Shade stays out there with Ponatoski. He gets the handoff. Shade going straight up the middle, very near the line to gain. He's brought down short of the 30-yard line. He needed the 33, Jerry, and I believe he got to the 32. Yep. That'll be a first and 10. Keep this drive alive for the Crusaders. They bring Marshall back in. They're gonna, they'll are gonna they spell him throughout the game. He'll probably get around 15 carries. Maybe a couple catches out of the backfield, but you've got to get him to the ground. He is a not real big, but he's solidly put together. Three receivers at the top of the formation. A flag prior to the snap, and this will be a false start penalty against the Molar Crusaders, and that'll back them up five yards to set up first down and 15. Well, Trojans get a little break. Going to mark Molar back five yards. It'll put this ball up back on the 36-yard line. It'll be first and 15. Just underway, first quarter, no score. Molar with the opening possession. Talked about Roman Mason. He's the leading receiver, eight receptions for 167 yards. Preston Smith has 10 receptions for 77 yards. 
Matthew Fogler, the other receiver, five receptions, 106 yards. Each of those gentlemen has a TD. They're all split out to the top of the formation. It's a handoff to Marshall in the backfield, running straight ahead. He bounces off the initial set of tacklers, now gets down the sideline, all the way down near the 20-yard line, Jerry. And that was some great second effort. He will be marked right at the 20, an 11-yard pickup and a first down. Actually, I think that's a 16-yard pickup, Rob. Oh, it was because yeah. it was first. You're right. The penalty. Um, yeah, they had him stopped at the line of scrimmage, did East Central, but Marshall able to wiggle away and then bounced it outside and picked up the big gainer. Moeller trying to hurry to the line of scrimmage and get a playoff, but it was before the referee right. had given them the signal that they were allowed to start. So Ponatoski did a great job getting up there quickly, but he's got to wait on the official to start the clock after moving the chains. Yeah. Got to wait for the first down to be set and then restart the clock. First down and 10. They are in the red zone now at the 20-yard line. Clock runs with 9.35 to play here in the first quarter. This is the first possession of the ball game. Ponatoski has three receivers at the top of the formation. Empty backfield now as Marshall splits out of there. Ponatoski looking to the end zone for Marshall, and it is incomplete. Nicely defended down the sideline for East Central. Chase Dorsey. Knocked away by Jace. And we got a hold against the Crusaders as well as the incompletion. Now we'll see what the Trojans want to do. Do they take the down or do they take the penalty? I think they'll back them up. I do too. Yep, they will. Be a 10-yard holding penalty. And I think it'll be, well, the ref's backing up here. I'm not sure why he's backing up past the line of scrimmage. Yeah, now he's going to walk it off. If it was if it was at the line of scrimmage, Jerry, this should mark it at the 30-yard line. Yep, that's where they got it. It's going to be first down and 20 from the 30-yard line. So two penalties already against the Crusaders. They'll have a receiver split out to the top of the formation. That's Jovan Love, Jovan Love. Two receivers at the bottom of the formation. They send Smith in motion once again. Here's a handoff. And nope, a fake handoff. Completed pass to the tight end. Not much there, Jerry. He falls forward for maybe two yards. Going to bring up second down and 18. On the catch was Eli Jaken Duffy. That's what you got to have out of East Central tonight. The red and black jersey swarmed over there. One guy initially hit him. Then two or three more came and got him to the turf after... Maybe a two-yard gain, so it'll be second down and about 18. Two receivers to the top, one man split out to the bottom. It's Roman Mason at the bottom. In the backfield, once again, it's Isaac Shade. He'll stand off the right side, directly beside Ponatoski. They fake it. Ball's on the ground. East East Central's got it. East Central recovers the fumble. It's Ertl on the fumble recovery. Eli Ertl. Picks up the ball off the turf, and the Trojans take advantage and get the ball back on the turnover. Very similar to the play last year in the Roncalli semi-state where the quarterback and the the other offensive back with him ran into each other, and the ball drops on the ground. And Eli Ertl, he was the one that covered up the fumble on the goal line last week. He comes up with this one as well. Trojans take over first and 10, their own 32. So the East Central offense is on the field, and immediately we see the freshman running back out there alongside Josh Ringer. It'll be Ryan Mingus in the backfield with Ringer. There'll be two receivers split out. Robbie Blade to the bottom of the formation. 
And I'm pretty sure the top of the formation is Corey Helms, number one. Talk about your butterflies. Your first varsity start on a Friday night against the Molar Crusaders as a freshman. But looking at uh, young number 33 on the field put the, before the game, he's a well-put-together young man. He's got good size for a freshman, really good size. And some electronic problems with the play clock here. The officials went out all together. the field. The scoreboard went out altogether. Under center now is the quarterback for East Central. They hand it off to Josh Ringer running to his right. He gets out near the 35-yard line, a gain of three on the play, bring up second down and seven. They stop the clock now as they notice what Jerry noticed, that the scoreboard currently has no lights on it. Gain of four, going to bring up second down and six. Excuse me, Rob, the uh, play clock is without power as well. The play clock, yeah, they come back, but I think they're going to have to get the time right now. Yeah, Kevin Moore is up here helping out uh, with the guys running the scoreboard tonight. They've got 835 up there, which seems like that should be right. I think that is right. That's where the... uh, the uh, Trojans took over possession. Now, see what they're going to run off any time on the running play to Ringer. That's where it was when the fumble happened. So we'll see what happens. So East Central goes under center with Cole Burton. With a split backfield in behind him, it's Mingus. And Ringer. Ringer gets this one running straight ahead. He's out to the 40-yard line very near the line to gain. He's taken down at the 41. He needs to get to the 42-yard line. Going to bring up third down and one. I'm telling you, Josh Ringer was met at the line of scrimmage, and he carried three molar tacklers, about four yards, maybe even five yards. And they weren't little freshman defensive backs. They were three guys that play up on the line. Great power straight ahead by Ringer. Power formation here for East Central. There's the handoff to Ringer running around to his right. He's met in the backfield. But again, Jerry carries a would-be tackler with him. And he is going to, I believe, have first down yardage. From where we are sitting, he's right at the marker. And I believe they will move the chains. Yep, they will. They will. They will. Three power running plays for your Trojans, Jerry. Moves the chains. Yep. Three carries. Not Josh's uh, average is taking a beating tonight. Three carries, 10 yards early. We'll see if they can get him out in the space and see what he can do. Robbie Blaze split out to the wide side of the bottom of the field. Again, split running backs, and they're going to kick this one back to Corey Helms running around to the left on a reverse, and he is taken down by the shoestrings. Two molar tacklers there, a gain of one. Number 33 and number one, Micah Rice was in on the tackle along with Alex French to hold uh, Helms to a gain. We'll give him a, a short two, Jerry, second down and eight. Helms, if he just could have got around the edge there and avoided that tackle there, might have had a little something, but, you know, molar is molar. Again, a split backfield in behind Cole Burton. Burton rolling out to pass this time, rolling to his right, under pressure, taken down, but it'll be a horse collar tackle, and uh, that'll be a penalty on Moeller. Getting back there to the quarterback was number 15 for the Crusaders, Jewett Hayes, a 215-pound defensive lineman. He got there quick, Jerry, but you could tell he grabbed him by the oh, back yeah. of the shoulder pads. Came on a delayed blitz and uh, got his hands on Burton up around the shoulder pads on the collar, and there was no question about that. Actually, both both referees back there seen the two flags on the play. They seen the same thing, and uh, that can be very scary sometimes when you get caught up around the shoulder pads and they sling you down like that. Burton lost his helmet, and, but uh, he's okay. 
Very and, I, and I think more than anything, that will inspire the red, white, and black even more. Interesting, Jerry. The officials end up calling that a face mask, so perhaps he got around the front side with his other hand. Yep. And that, that's probably why Josh's helmet came flying off as well. So, And uh, that's a 15-yard penalty. Yep. It moves the ball down into Moeller territory, be spotted at the 41-yard line of Moeller to be first and 10 for the Trojans as Burton again goes under center. Two receivers, bottom of the formation, split backfield in behind him. Ringer on the left along with Mingus on the right. It goes to Mingus this time, running to his left. He cuts it up behind the left tackle, goes straight ahead over the 40-yard line, down to about the 38-yard line, a gain of four on the play, second down and six. The young freshman, a nice little run there, just got the ball, a little stutter step, step at the line of scrimmage, found a little crease, got about four yards, and East Central will take that all night long. Any surprise that that crease was right behind Noah Schneider? <laughs> Big man can clear some space. Yep. One receiver to each side of the formation. Under center is Burton. They flip it this time, and now a double reverse. It comes back into the hands of Ringer, and Ringer has room. Josh is on the feet. 30, down to the 20. Turns the corner at the 15, taken out of bounds at the 15-yard line. Josh Ringer with a big gainer for the East Central Trojans. You talked about your dipsy-doo and misdirection and all that kind of stuff. John Mann would have had a blast with that play. They brought Helms in motion. They flipped it back to Helms, and then he handed off on an inside handoff on the reverse to Josh Ringer. Ringer took off to his right, got past the line of scrimmage, cut all the way back to the left, gets it down to the 15-yard line, first and 10 Trojans. 23-yard run by Ringer. Split backfield once again. Under center is Burton. They hand this one to the freshman Mangus, going straight ahead over the right guard this time. Runs down to near the 10-yard line. We'll mark him at the 11. Going to bring up second down and seven. I can tell you for sure, Rob, the offensive coaches upstairs are loving this. Indeed. <laughs> he runs right over Wyatt Smith and Gavin Osterman on that one. And the Trojan offensive line is making some headway up there. Second Tro- down. Trojan offense has no huddle as well here to start the game. Under center goes Burton, handoff to Mingus again, running around to the left, and he will lose yardage this time. Number 40 for Moeller come in there and just completely blew that play up. Kyler Paul, 6'2", 220-pound linebacker, and he looked every bit of it. He just got into the backfield, and that play was doomed from the start. Bring up third down and 11. Corey Helms will run off the field while checking on will be Elijah Sellhorst. Sellhorse will be down at the bottom of the formation with Robbie Blay at the top. Again, Burton's under center. Split backfield in behind him. Ringer on the left. Mingus on the right. They've flipped this one. It's going to be a halfback pass. Looking for Ringer in the end zone. Touchdown. Beautiful. That pass was thrown Sellhorse. by Elijah Sellhorse. He finds Josh Ringer on a 15-yard touchdown pass on a dipsy do, a little trickeration. And the Trojans are on the board first. We're inventing our own words here as we go, which is beautiful. Sellhorse comes in, lines up, comes in motion across the field to the far side. Burton hands it off to him. He drifts back, and just a matter if he could get the ball to Ringer or not. Beautiful throw, beautiful catch. 4.38 to play here in the first quarter. East Central on top. Trying the extra point here will be Nathan McPhee. High snap. They get it down. A nice job by Helms to get it down. The extra point is good. 
and the East Central Trojans take the early lead, seven to nothing. This scoring drive brought to you by Assured Partners Insurance in Batesville. See John Eargang at Assured Partners Insurance. Let's take a 30-second timeout, and we'll come back with more right after this. You're listening to East Central High School Football on Country 103.9 WRBI. We are here for you. At George's, we have respiratory therapists on staff that can help you rest easy. Our services include CPAP and BiPAP, the latest in oxygen technology, nebulizers, and more. Our professional staff will answer all of your questions and make you or your loved one feel at ease with whatever challenges you're faced with. Ask for us. Let our family take care of yours. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Rob Moorhead, Jerry Stanger back with you as on a reverse pass, Elijah Sellhorse finds Josh Ringer in the end zone from 15 yards out to put East Central on top, 7 to nothing. So they took advantage of the turnover, Jerry. Eli Ertle with the fumble recovery. The Trojans take it down and put 7 on the board. The second week in a row, Eli Ertle sets up East Central's offense, and they take advantage of it. McPhee kicks that one deep, and there's a touchback for Nathan McPhee. So Moeller will come out with the football first and 10 at their own 20-yard line. Young Mr. Nathan McPhee is fired up. And what a cool thing it is that his quarterback, Cole Burton, goes out on the field to congratulate him. That's what you love to see. This this team is very together. They are very tuned in, and they are very together. Matt Ponatowski will bring the Moeller Crusaders out onto the field. Offensively, he'll have Jordan Marshall in beside him. Again, two wide receivers in a tandem formation at the bottom. One split out at the top. It's a handoff to Marshall. Marshall running to his right. Gets across the line of scrimmage, but not much more. Dylan Rouse. He'll dive out to the 22-yard line where Dylan Rouse. Or Braden. Braden Rouse, I'm sorry. Braden Rouse. I just say whatever Jerry tells me to. So we'll give him three yards on the play out to the 23, second and seven. Hand off again to Marshall, this time running to his left. Breaking tackles out to the 30. Can't get out of the grip of the Trojan defender out there, but he'll be taken down just short of the line to gain on the tackle that time for East Central was Chase Bellman. Going to bring up third down. Oh, they give him the first down, Jerry. He got just where he needed past the 30-yard line. First and 10, and we got a whistle and a player injury here for a timeout. Carson Pazanka is the under Trojan. That would be a huge loss. I think he's just shaken up. He's coming off the field under his own power. Maybe got the wind knocked out of him. He is the quarterback of that defense in the secondary back there. And, again, Mark, you, one guy's not going to bring him down. It's just not going to happen. He is already denied. He has gained most of his yards after contact. Get that ball! First down and 10. Marshall in the backfield. In beside Ponatowski. Two receivers top of the formation to the short side of the field. One receiver split way out to the bottom. They bring a man in motion toward the bottom. Fake the handoff. Back to pass is Ponatowski's got a man down the field. It's complete to the 30, and he's gone. Yep. 20, 10, 5, touchdown. That's a long strike there of 69 yards. A 69-yard touchdown pass into the hands of Roman Mason. And just like that, Moeller is on the board. Beautiful throw by Ponatowski. And uh, the receiver got by is uh, Mason Roman. 
Got behind both defenders back there, and just an easy catch for the Crusaders. What a beautiful ball, yeah, too. Beautiful throw. So Mason Roman, his second touchdown of the year, on for the extra point is Devin Orr, and he boots it through. Orr's extra point is good, and with 3.33 to play here in quarter number one, we are all tied up at seven. Let's take a quick timeout. We'll come back after this 30-second break with more on Country 103.9 WRBI. Maxwell Construction Company would like to wish all schools and student-athletes good luck in their sports endeavors. To make a great team, it takes lots of hard work, practice, and dedication. Whether you're on the football field or participating in any sport or school event, Maxwell Construction. Your leader in commercial construction and building solutions in Southeast Indiana since 1988. Salutes all the area teams. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. And that's scoring drive for the Molar Crusaders brought to you by Assured Partners Insurance in Batesville. See Rebecca Kraft with Assured Partners Insurance. 3.33 to play in quarter number one. Molar in East Central. All tied up at seven apiece. And Jerry Ponatoski looked like he had a great arm on that one. Absolutely. Finding Roman Mason wide open at the Trojan 40. And it was nothing but green grass ahead of him from there. Or green turf, I should say. Yeah, it was a beautiful throw. And he got about three or four yards behind the defenders. And you you just can't let that happen against a Molar Crusader team with the weapon that they possess. you got to keep that receiver in front of you. Devin Orr on to kick off here for Molar. Josh Ringer. Waits back at the two or himself. He has three touchbacks on the season. Let's see what happens here. Nice boot there, and that may take Josh into the end zone. And no, Josh catches it at the one-yard line, brings it out, gets out to the 20, and fighting for a couple of more yards. His helmet comes off as he gets out to the 23-yard line, and that's where East Central will start their second drive of the night. It's the second week in a row. When we go back to the state game last year, I think Josh had his helmet ripped off about three times. Harrison did it last week, and there was no call, and he just looked up off the ground there and looked at the official and, like, did you not see that? They ripped my helmet off my head. It's those flowing locks, Jerry. The helmet just slides <laughs> off. You and I, we would not have that problem, bro. We're a little bit shy in that department. Tonight's game brought to you in part by Ivy Tech Community College, Alex Shell. SCI Fiber by Southeastern Indiana REMC, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, Lutz Auction, and Cornerstone Realty. Let's see what the Trojans do. The past possession, they stayed under center the entire time with Cole Burton. Looks like they will do so again on this one. But, Jerry, here comes the famous double wing offense for East Central. Dylan Maxwell on the top wing, Ringer on the bottom. Ringer in motion, gets the pitch back. Josh runs straight ahead into the line of scrimmage. Goes forward for maybe a yard on the play. We'll give him two. Going to bring up second down and eight. Moeller bringing in fresh guys on defense. Three or four out, three or four in. They've been doing that so far. Dylan Mingus. I'm sorry, Jerry. The lone setback in this double wing. And they split Corey Helms to the top of the formation. The only receiver. Ringer in motion again. He takes a handoff running to his right and has some room. Josh, Josh is on the, the move. Josh Go, Josh. Go, baby. Josh to the 40. The 35 30. Go, baby. Go, baby. Go, baby. Yeah. Josh Ringer takes it in from 76 yards out. Josh Ringer with the touchdown. The East Central Trojans have a little big play guy of their own. 
They got the flow of the defense going one way. Josh went the other way. It was just a matter if he could uh, keep up, keep the pace going down the far sideline, and he was able to just stay just ahead. That Moeller defender chased him probably at least 50 yards and just could never close any ground. Nice blocking by the Trojan offensive line that time. Josh Ringer gets free and takes it to the house. Nathan McPhee's extra point is up, and it is good. 14-7, Trojans on top, 240 to play in quarter number one. This scoring drive brought to you by Assured Partners Insurance in Batesville. See Kevin Crackler with Assured Partners Insurance. 30-second timeout. We're back with more on Country 103.9 WRBI. Cecil Eisen from Eisen's Family Pizza. We are hiring. We have open positions in our front and back of house, including counter and order taking, food prep, pizza making, and closing duties. Stop in at 117 East George Street and pick up an application today. Don't forget to pick up some pizza sticks with our amazing cheese sauce. Yummy. The award-winning Eisen's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333, Eisen'sFamilyPizza.com, or 117 East George Street, downtown Batesville. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. And alongside Jerry Stanger, I am Rob Moorhead, and we've got a fantastic game so far tonight. East Central is on top in this one by a score of 14-7. Jerry, we saw the double wing formation for the first time tonight, and man, was it successful. Yes, it was. I really don't know, even as he got through the line, I don't think Josh got a hand laid on him, but I kept thinking and, you know, watching it that he was going to get caught from behind, but he just kept enough difference on that defender and then just could not catch him. What a great run by number 15, and the folks here in St. Leon are used to that. That's Nathan going to the end zone. Indeed it is. It is fielded back there in the end zone by number 82, Landon Adams. But that is a touchback, the second one of the night for Nathan McPhee. I was a little surprised earlier, and I do not know the exact rule. But when Josh fielded the last kickoff, his back foot went into the end zone. And the ref was standing right there on the line, and there was no call. So from here, it looked like it went into the end. Maybe his heel didn't touch down, Jerry. Maybe he was just a half yard or a quarter of a yard or an inch outside. I don't know. But I thought the same thing. I thought if he stepped in. But I could be wrong on that. No uh, no way. No, well, that's true, too. Thank you. (laughs) Ponitaski. Has the ball, hands it off to Marshall in the backfield. Marshall running straight up the gut. He did, needed to get to the 30-yard line for the line to gain, and that's exactly what he got. Moved the chains, first and 10, Moeller. And they're quickly back to the line of yep. scrimmage, Jerry. They're going to not, not let the C-Central defense rest. Marshall runs over the right guard this time. Jumps up in the air, gets about five yards. He's taken down by Rouse, but that give him six yards on the play. Second down and four out to the 37-yard line. Clock runs at 210 to play here in quarter number one. Now Moeller looks to the sideline for their second down play. See, number 96, Cole Sebastian has been on the field a lot here so far in the first quarter for East Central's defense. They fake the handoff this time, rolling out. The ball was tipped by Carson Pazanka, who's back on the field. That'll fall incomplete. Third down. Coming up for Big Mo. Defensive coordinator Doug Hogue picked a perfect time to bring Pazanka on a blitz. He guessed right, and big play. So it'll be third down and four. They haven't changed the yeah. down mark. Yeah, yet, they have Jerry, not changed they, it. 
They changed it on the scoreboard. Yep, there and we there, go. And the, there's the change. Shotgun formation for Ponatoski. Hands it off to Marshall running left. Marshall hits the line of scrimmage with a head of steam. But the East Central defenders pack him up. The official on the far side marking him very near the line to gain the he's 41. Short. And we will see what they call here. I think he's short, but i got to believe Moeller's going to go for this here. It would be fourth and inches if, in fact, he is short. They might do a measurement here, Jerry. The Crusaders are thinking they have the first down. The Trojans yep. are saying, nah, baby, nah, but indeed, they do move the chains. Much to dismay of the Trojan faithful here in front of us. I think he got a pretty good spot there. First and ten. Flip it out to Marshall, running out to his left. Not much room out there, Jerry. He'll be held shy of the 45-yard line, maybe to the 44, a gain of two on the play. That's by far and away his shortest run of the night. Bring up second down and eight. Make it three yards on the play, second down and seven. Yeah, you think you hold him down to a yard, and he finagles away to get another couple of more. He's, Pon- he's very good, Rob, very good. Ponitaski in the shotgun again. Twins to both sides. They're looking up the far sideline. Pass is completed out there at the 35-yard line. They wrestle the, the, excuse me, the defenders wrestle the ball carrier out of bounds. That was Preston Smith on the catch for Moeller, and that will move the chains once again inside Trojan territory at the 34-yard line, first and 10, Moeller. You just can't let guys get that wide open. Uh, He had about a five-yard cushion in front of him and in back of him and to either side. Empty backfield this time for Ponatoski. Two receivers top and bottom, one man in motion. They fake the jet sweep. Ponatoski looking deep down the far sideline. Has a man out there. Touchdown. A flag on the play. The pass is caught in the end zone by Roman Mason. That would potentially be his second touchdown of the night. We will see what the flag is. And if it's on East Central, that'll be a touchdown, and I think that's what it is, Jerry. Yep, yep. it's pass interference touchdown. So the touchdown, 34 yards to Roman Mason and East Central, an extra point away from this game being tied up. What a beautiful pass down that sideline. He throws a great ball, and that time the coverage wasn't that bad, but he just put it in a perfect spot. I mean, he is... He's already a good one. He's going to be a gooder one. A gooder one a indeed. A gooder one. Talk about making up words, Jer. <laughs> Extra point by Orr is up, and it is good. Nice leg on that young man. So Orr ties this ball game up at 14 apiece with 26.8 seconds left to play here in the second, first quarter. And, Jer, we'll just keep this one here as that scoring drive. Brought to you by Assured Partners in Batesville. See David Ball at Assured Partners Insurance. Let's see if we can get any more scores here real quick for the folks at home. Uh, Connorsville 13-7 over Greensburg at half. Batesville 20-8 over South Dearborn. Uh, last score we got, still tied. Lawrenceburg and Milan at 7. North Decatur over Monroe Central 15-0. South Decatur all over Edinburgh, 31 to nothing. And right now, that is all we have. And that's all we need, Jerry. Good job on that. Now, Jerry, they're marking off a penalty against East Central. And I did not see Me neither. Uh, what it was. But right now, Moeller is going to kick off on the East Central side of the field. So they're going to enforce the pass interference penalty on the kickoff here, Rob. Is that what they're doing? That's... That's, that's what our friend here to my right thinks. 
That's interesting if that's the case. I didn't feel like you could get a touchdown and the benefit of the penalty, but what do I know? I didn't either. So, regardless, Orr is going to spot the ball at the Trojan 45-yard line for this kickoff, and Jerry, I'd be very surprised if he doesn't smoke this one into the end zone yeah. for a touchback. Although the way their offensive is motoring down the field, you never know, but I'm with you. You're going to kick it deep. Got to think. He doesn't. He pooches, he pooches it. it. Pazanka's going to field it at 10-yard line. Pazanka running straight ahead. Ringer comes in there to give him a block. Pazanka runs into a pile of defenders at the 20-yard line, and uh, it'll be the same uh, the same end result as if it yeah. were a touchback, and East Central will bring the offense back out on the field to take over first and 10 from the 20. Still 20 seconds left in the first quarter. We have got 28 points total on the board. What a fun game. Yeah, 14 by each team, and uh, Mola was rolling on their first possession of the game before they coughed it up down around the uh, 30-yard line of East Central. So uh, the defenses have their work cut out for them (laughs) the way it looks here tonight so far. I would agree with that, Jerry. Trojan offense jogs onto the field. Looks like they'll be back in the double-wing formation. Mingus in the backfield. Burton under center. Maxwell on the right wing. Ringer on the left. This is a handoff to Maxwell running around to his right. He gets nice yardage out across the 25-yard line. A gain of five, giving six on the play. Going to bring up second down and four. And, Jerry, I do believe that'll be the last play here in quarter number one. So we'll take a 60-second timeout. We'll be back with second quarter action right after this. We're all tied up. East Central 14, Molar 14 on Country 103.9 WRBI. Are you looking for that perfect home in southeastern Indiana? Consider Tudor Square Realty. When you list with Tudor Square, you get a free comparative market analysis. Tudor Square has more than 35 years of experience in residential real estate. And whether you're buying or selling a home, they work tirelessly to get you the best price with the best terms possible. Trust the Tudor Square Realty team, Batesville's oldest agency. See current listings at TudorSquare.com. You can depend on Stramer Oil Company, a locally owned small business. Regardless of the weather or time of year, you can depend on Stramer Oil Company, your marathon distributor, to deliver fuel oil, gasoline, diesel fuel, and a full line of lubricants when and where you need them. Stramer Oil Company always delivers with prompt and courteous service. Call Stramer Oil Company today at 812-934-2910. Congratulations to the East Central Trojans football team from the Stramer Oil Company. The Sports Voice, Country 103.9, WRBI, Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville. And welcome back to East Central High School. Rob Moorhead, Jerry Stanger with you as we are getting ready for second quarter action, all tied up at 14. Tonight's game brought to you in part by Sig Surveying, Margaret Mary Health, Garings, and Affinity Graphics and Tees. East Central will have the football looking at a second down and four after Dylan Maxwell carried the ball for six yards on first down, Jerry. We've had an 80-yard touchdown, actually two 80-yard touchdown drives by Moeller, a 68-yard touchdown drive by the Trojans, and a 78-yard touchdown drive by the Trojans. A lot of offense in the first quarter. As the Trojans approach the line of scrimmage, you see the double wing formation once again. Robbie Blay is going to be split out to the top of that formation. Dylan Maxwell, the right wing. Josh Ringer, the left wing. Mingus in the backfield alone as Burton steps under center. 
in motion is Ringer. They hand it off to Mingus. A lot of fakes, Jerry. Good yep. job by Cole Burton. Mingus just busts it straight up the gut over the back of R.J. Sig. He gets positive yardage. We'll give him two on the play. Going to bring up third down and two. Everybody from Moeller up on the line of scrimmage. One guy out covering Robbie Blake. Ten guys right up there tight to try to stop this running formation here. Blay switches sides of the field. Everything else is the same. Ringer takes off early and might have drawn Moeller, and he did. Yep. Josh came in motion, faked like he was going to get the ball, and it forced Moeller to jump off sides, and the Trojans will move the chains with a penalty. Nice little, probably a little inflection by uh, Burton on the snap count. Ringer jumps up in motion, and uh, those big D linemen up there itching to get going. Sometimes it's hard to stay back. And actually, the penalties have hurt Moeller tonight. First and ten, Trojans. Double wing formation. Blay at the bottom of the formation. Maxwell goes in motion, gets a jet sweep, and he's got room. Maxwell at midfield, the 40, the 30, Gone. the 20, down the sideline, 10, 5, touchdown. Dylan Maxwell from 67 yards out takes the jet sweep all the way to the house. What a beautiful play call again. Dylan Maxwell got to the edge on the far side of the field. No one close to him. I mean no one close, and there was no way he was going to be caught. Dylan Maxwell electrifies this crowd. Dan Randy made the perfect play call there. No (laughs) doubt about it. You know he's ecstatic in the coach's room upstairs. A great play that time. Dylan Maxwell, similar to what Josh Ringer did on the series before. Dylan Maxwell takes it. All the way to the house. Nathan McPhee on for the extra point. Out of the hold of Helms. The left-footed kicker has it up, and it is good. 21-14 Trojans. 11.05 to play in quarter number two. That scoring drive brought to you by Assured Partners Insurance in Batesville. See John Eargang with Assured Partners Insurance. 30-second timeout. We're back on 103.9 WRBI. When looking for the highest standard of HVAC service and care, turn to Hurt and Elko, your local Lennox premier dealer. Hurt and Elko and their premier dealer status means you are certain to be working with a company who has the highest level of training, professionalism, and customer satisfaction. For a limited time, they're offering up to $1,900 in rebates on a brand new Lennox system or finance with low monthly payments. Call Hurt and Elko today at 812-934-4646 or visit them online at Hurt elcocom to learn more. Conditions apply. See dealer for details. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Jerry, if you check my Twitter feed to see your lovely face on my post before the game, I said this should be a good old good one. It is. And so far, it has been exactly that. Trojans on top. 21 to 14. We still have 11 minutes and 5 seconds to play here in the first half. Rarely does the game match the hype in the build block, but so far through a one quarter and 55 seconds, this one has explosive plays by both teams. And uh, Mark has informed me here that Josh Ringers went over 100 yards in the first quarter alone. Mark Emerald of Register Publications. McPhee's kick fielded. The two-yard line put on the turf and picked up. Coming straight ahead with it out to the 20, and now some room out to the 30. 35, there's going to be a clip, so it's going to come back. Taken down just outside the 45-yard line was Preston Smith. 
But, Jerry, right in front of us, about the 40-yard line, there's a flag, and I'm pretty sure that was a block in the back. Yeah, we'll just see what they sort out here. I think this one will be come, coming back, and there it is, yep. block in the back. No, it's against East Central. Well, how can they block in the back? I have no the idea. Defensive side. I think he marked that the wrong. He just pointed the wrong way, Jerry, because they're marking it backwards. Yeah. The official is walking it off. He's going to re- redo yep. that, yep. and he points the correct way. So, And the ball now will be spotted <laughs> at the 30-yard line. Funny how the crowd is always filled with the great officials. They got it done, too. They, they, they called it just right. So uh, first and 10 from the 30-yard line. Here comes the Molar Crusader offense. It has been one explosive play after another here these last five total possessions. Let's see what Doug Hogue dials up defensively, Jerry, to maybe slow down this passing attack led by Ponatoski. But you can't sell out for that when you got a D1 running back in the backfield yep. in Marshall. Well, right now it's going to be empty. Marshall's going to go split out to a wide receiver position. Three Moeller. wide at the bottom of the formation, one at the top, Jer. Yep, Moeller's found that the matchups they won in the passing game for sure. There goes Marshall in motion. Jet sweep for Marshall running to the right. Across the 35 out near the 40-yard line, he's going to pick up 10 and move the chains for the Crusaders. I'd venture to guess he's probably averaged an easy 10 yards a carry tonight, if not more. Had a couple shorter runs, but for the most part, it's... Big yardage. Looks like Brendan Coulter on the tackle out there, first and ten. Here's a handoff to Marshall, running to his right, goes over the right tackle spot, falls forward down near the 43-yard line, gain of three, second down, and seven. Trojans need more plays like that on defense. They need to get him in second and third and long, try to slow him down just a little bit. Moeller stays in the no huddle, this time in the backfield. Will be Desmond Galt Jr. standing beside Panatoski, who's in the shotgun. They hand it off to Galt Jr. He's met in the back left field by Maxwell. Drops for a loss of three. Going to bring up third down and eight. Now, can they do it again? Can they get Moeller to have to force to punt here? Third and eight, just where your defense has got to come up and get them off the field and swing the possession back to your offense. Trying to get a little bit of a bigger edge on the Crusaders. The Trojan fans come to their feet for this third down play. Ball to Moeller, 42-yard line, third and eight. Ponataski back to pass. Scrambling now running, looking for someone. Scrambles way back to the 25-yard line. Completes the pass, but it's even a loss on the play as it was in front of the line of scrimmage. Roman Mason on the catch. But they actually lose a yard, Jerry, and it brings yeah. up fourth down and nine. Yep, so they do force the punt. So I'm not – Anatoski looked – I don't know why, but he just looked a little bit out of sorts on that play. He started scrambling and running around back there, and he really wasn't even pressured. I mean, the closest defender was probably six, seven yards away from him, but it just seemed to me like he hit the panic button a little bit. Ethan Page on to punt. Moses Wheat back waiting on this one. Page, the left-footed punter. Gets off a good one. Moses will let this one bounce. It goes inside the 10, all the way inside the five-yard line, down to the two-yard line, Jerry. So just a fantastic punt that time by Ethan Page. He had six punts on the year coming in, a 49-yard average, and he had a fantastic one there, Jerry. Uh, That one spotted on the one-yard line, so that is about a 
58-yard punt with the roll there. And, boy, you got to be careful here if you're East Central. Back on the one-yard line. 9.09 left until half. East Central leads 21-14. They do have the ball, although on their own one-yard line. And, Jerry, when we saw him get the ball on the one-yard line last week against Harrison, it was the first time we'd seen him run the double wing this year. Yep, yep. They've been running it now in this ball game, so I think we'll see the double wing again right here from the one-yard line, and indeed we will. Same formation, same set. Maxwell on the right, Ringer on the left. Ringer coming to his left, gets the football, has a block across the five-yard line, out near the 10-yard line, and uh, very near the line to gain for Josh Ringer. So a gain of nine on first down, Jerry. That is a dangerous play called on your one-yard line because Josh is spending a lot of time in the end zone, and you really got to have faith and confidence in your lineman to keep Moeller out of there. And it's a pitch, Jerry. It's not a handoff. Right. Yes. It's a pitch. So, well, yeah. A lot of confidence in that offense all the way around. Burton will go back under center, double wing again. This time split out to the top of the formation is Corey Helms. Here comes Ringer in motion. They fake it to him and hand it to Mingus straight up the middle. Mingus powers it out to the 14-yard line. A gain of four and enough to move the chains for a first down. Nice job by Mingus. A little straight ahead handoff, second and one. Good safe call. Let your offensive line do what they do best. They get a little push. Mingus running over R.J. Sig and Noah Brown right there. Gets the first down. Noah Brown, a freshman, starting on the offensive line for East Central. Freshman running back, running behind a freshman lineman. 8.05 to play here in the first half. Double wing formation again for the Trojans. This time it's Burton on a keeper straight up the middle behind R.J. Nice game. R.J. pushes the pile yep. about four yards, making five out to the 19-yard line, second down and five. Quick snap, quick run straight ahead. Nothing fancy. Just getting a push on the lineman. And Muller's, you know, they're not overly big up front on defense. I'd say East Central matches up pretty well with them. Second down. Corey Helms split way to the top of this double wing formation. Again, quarterback sneak straight up the middle. This time, the Burton will fight forward for a gain of three. Going to bring up third down and two. This is just what East Central wants here in this possession so far. Got a nice little run from Ringer to start it, but three, four, five yards, the last handful of carries. But are looking at a third and one now. Ball spotted at the 23-yard line. Definitely want to get a good push here. Probably maybe a little bit more in the yard. Double wing formation. Maxwell in motion. Gets it running to his left. Maxwell hit and dropped back for maybe a loss of one, Jerry. Yep. yep. Moeller got a man in the backfield there and kind of blew that one up. Looks like that was number 33 for the Crusaders. Alex French coming from his linebacking position. Now it's fourth and two, and you are deep in your own territory, yeah, Jer. But right now the offense is still on the field. Boy, what a huge gamble this is here. Indeed, and they go back into the double wing. Let's see if we're going to try to draw them off sides. Here comes Ringer in motion. The same play they drew him off with last time. It didn't work this time, and I'm thinking the Trojans are going to take a timeout here, Jerry. Could be. Clock runs at 6-10. You know, they, you wonder what sometimes, and I don't say this to question the call, but you had success going straight ahead. You're looking at third and one. Why not do it again? There is the timeout from Jake Miners. 
You know, as we have a fourth down, and they mark it three here, Jerry. Yeah. And uh, we'll see what the Trojans decide to do. I don't know, Jerry, with a seven-point lead, 6.05 to play. I cannot believe you're not going to punt this football away. Yeah, they're, they're going to punt this one away. Although, remember, Josh Ringer is the punter, and if he sees that's right a little cre- crevice or a crack, he will take the – even from, I think, this position on the field, I wouldn't be surprised to see him take off and run with it. Tonight's game brought to you in part by Maxwell Construction. Great Plains Communications, Huber Trucking, Ison's Family Pizza, and Hurt and Elko. We thank you so much for joining us here on Country 103.9, the night WRBI over on our sister station, our sister station over on our live stream, WRBIRadio.com. Tom Snape and Terrence Arney have the call of the Batesville Bulldogs down at South Dearborn tonight taking on the Knights. Last score we had, Batesville was on top in that one. We'll get you some more scores here in a few moments. They still are. Fourth down, Jerry. Timeout is over. The they're going to go for it. They'll come out, and I think they're going to drop yeah, Josh back be- in punt formation here. There he goes. Maxwell splits out of there. Two gunners at the bottom of the formation. And uh, Moeller does have a man back. Josh running now boots it away. A low line drive kick bounces at the 40-yard line, and it'll check up right there. It'll be downed by the East Central Trojans getting down there to down it was Jace Dorsey so Moeller ends up with pretty good field position here Jerry as they'll take over first and 10 I believe they've marked it at the Moeller 39 yeah both teams uh, take turns stopping the other one finally on defense the first punt for each team the last possession yeah you kind of wish the East Central would have just kept going straight ahead there only need about a yard maybe a yard and a foot but they elected to do otherwise, and you run wide like that, you run the risk risk of somebody slicing through there and blowing up a play, and that's what Moeller did. Ponataski shotgun hands it to Marshall, running to his left. Marshall spins off the first tackle, rolls himself out to the 45-yard line for a gain of five on the play, make it second down and five. They ended up marking that uh line of scrimmage at the 40 that time, Jerry. I had called it the 39, so a five-yard gain there for second and five. And that was all his own. Hit at the line of scrimmage, and they're looking for him in the passing game here. Looking down the sideline to Marshall. What a fantastic catch. Marshall catches the football down at the 17-yard line, Jerry. He was split out alone. They had four receivers to the top of the formation. Marshall alone at the bottom. The Trojan defender who had pass coverage is currently hurt on the ground. And just an unbelievable passing catch. And now a flag comes out late here. And I think that's going to be against Moeller, perhaps an unsportsmanlike. Let's see. That was an incredible catch. I didn't think there was no way he's going to catch that. I stopped watching. I stopped watching the play. I can't see who the Trojan defender is. It's down. But we have a... What would be a charging call if you were in high school basketball? Yeah. The official put his hand behind his head, marks it off against Moeller. I don't know what that one is. Getting up off the turf there, who was in coverage that time. I'm trying to see, Jerry. Number 12, I believe. Number Bellman. 12. Okay, Chase Bellman. Yeah. Had that long hair. I thought for a minute when I saw the two numbers that it was Ringer, but I thought we haven't seen him play any safety. So. Well, the, the nice thing about and I didn't think it would either, I, and I – I don't even know what that call is, to be honest with is you. Is that ineligible, maybe? Because they're going all the way back to the original line yeah. of scrimmage. I thought they would mark it off from where the pass was caught. 
So the original he, line of scrimmage was the 45-yard line. The receiver ran out of bounds, and uh, so he's an Ill- illegal ineligible touch. player. In a, in a illegal, illegal touch. touch. That's what it is. Coming back. Thanks to PA man yep. Eric Thomas for helping us out on that one. We appreciate E.T. Making sure you know what? We, we were giving the right information to our listening. What a difference, Jerry. Instead of being marked at the 17-yard line of East Central, this ball goes all the way back to the 30 of Moeller. Second down. Thanks to Mark Emerald, 65 yards so far. Moeller penalties, and that could turn out to be a big one. We'll have to wait and see. But And good job by the officials being on the spot down there and see that he did go out of bounds and then come back in. Honataski will go back in the shotgun formation. Marshall stands beside him on his right shoulder. They'll hand it. Nope, they fake it. They faked me out. It's a tight end catching the ball. Getting out across the 35-yard line, maybe to the 36 on the reception that time, was number 88, Sam Hamilton, a sophomore tied in. You absolutely got to get off the field here for your East Central. Third and 15, unless Moeller gets us within a couple of yards of that first down, which is at midfield, they're going to punt here. They got they got to get off the field here, third and 15. Marshall in the backfield. He'll stand to the left shoulder this time. Aponitoski, the East Central faithful, making some noise here. He moves to the right shoulder. They send a man in motion. They fake the jet sweep. Aponitoski back to pass, looking to the top of the formation for Marshall. In and out of his hands, out of bounds, incomplete. And that'll bring up a fourth and long, and the Crusaders will punt the football. Dylan Maxwell in coverage over there on Jordan Marshall. Did a pretty good job. Marshall did create some separation right at the very end of that route as the pass was coming, but that time Ponatoski just a little bit too high. If that ball is six or eight inches lower, but as I think back and now looking at the play, it still would have been short of the first down by about five yards. Moses Wheat wakes back for the punt on his 25-yard line. Another nice punt. Had some pressure that time. Moses catches it at the 30. He gets out of a tackle, goes to the left, out to the 33, spins down near the 34-yard line, and that's where the Trojans will come on first and 10. And, Jerry, somebody got in there and gave some serious pressure on that punt. Yep. That was Dylan Maxwell. Dylan Maxwell. So the Trojans will take over at their own 34-yard line with 429 left to play here in the first half, holding on to a seven-point lead. Tonight's game brought to you in part by Straber Oil, Bruns Gutsweller, Georgia's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Tudor Square Realty, and Fleetwood Chevrolet. Larksburg 14-7 over Milan and half. Connorsville 20-7 over Greensburg. That's all the updates we have. Trojans stay in the double wing formation. Pitched back to Josh Ringer. Ringer runs straight over the center and the right guard forward across the line of scrimmage out across the 40 out to the 43 yard line a gain of nine on the play second down and one you know we talk about the offensive line for east central getting a push on a lot of plays that time moeller as a tackler came in from behind and hit the pile and he actually pushed ringer ahead for about two or three more yards second and one opens the playbook up for the trojans they'll stay in the double wing Maxwell on the right wing, Ringer on the left. Mingus in the backfield. Robbie Blay split out to the bottom of the formation. This time it's Maxwell running to the left. He's got the first down. Dives out toward midfield. He'll be a yard short of that at the 49-yard line, but that's enough for the first down. 
It'll be first and ten. Trojans clock runs at 340 to play here in the first half. East Central still with a couple of timeouts. Boy, they'd like nothing better, Jerry, than to salt this clock away and put some more points on the board here before the half. No doubt, Rob. 325 and counting. They're taking their good old time. Cole Burton, three-year starter, knows what's in front of him. Got the play clock right there. Robbie Blaze split out to the bottom, double wing. Maxwell in motion. It's an inside handoff to Ringer. Ringer running around to the right. Ringer across the 45, turns the quarter at the 40. Cuts back into the 30-yard line, taken down there. First and 10, East Central. That pitch back went to Maxwell, then he gave it on the inside handoff to Ringer. Coming back around to the right, Jerry, that's hard to stop. It sure is. 19 yards by Josh, and it looked like he was going to get grabbed from behind by a Moeller defensive line, but but just enough separation and then turned on the afterburners as he got the corner. First and 10, Trojans were inside. Three minutes to play here in half number one. Double wing formation. Robbie Blaze split out to the top this time. Mingus in the backfield. This time it's a handoff to Mingus running straight ahead. Pushing that pile is R.J. Sig and his friends. They take it forward for a good 10 yards. And it's going to be very near the line to gain. Great run that time for Mingus in behind that big line of scrimmage. Reminded me of the uh, game last year against New Prairie. The pile push won about 12 or 13 yards. That was very similar. It's going to be second down and less than one. Trojans offense looks to the sideline for the play call again. They're going to let that play clock run down as far as they can. We're inside 210 to play here. They stay in the double wing. Robbie Blaze split out to the top. Second and very short. This time it's just going to be a quarterback keeper. Yep. As moving straight ahead is Cole Burton. He'll dive forward for about four yards. Down to the 16-yard line. First and 10 for the Trojans. I kind of doesn't sound as good after the play, but the back of my mind, yeah. Quarterback sneak right here, second less than a yard. Fresh set of downs, keep the clock running. Everything right now working in East Central's favor. 144 you got counting. It, brother. You got it. Double wing formation. Robbie Blay is way to the top of the formation. Trojan State double wing. Here comes flag gets East Central. Yep, here comes Josh Ringer. He takes the handoff running around to the right. He'll get down to the 10-yard line, but as Jerry said, the flag was an illegal motion against the Trojans, and I believe it'll back him up five, Jerry. Yep, two guys moving at the same time, and that'll back him up five, slow him down a bit. Still good shape. Even though you're looking at first and 15, you're still, I think they'll mark this back to about the 22. Moeller brings in a half a new defense here, bringing five new guys. Clock stopped at 1.30 left to play here in half number one. East Central with the football driving on top 21 to 14. They'll mark this one at the 22-yard line, bring up first and 15. As the Trojans need to get down to the seven, they stay with the double wing. Mangus with his left hand on the 25-yard line. Burton takes the snap, pitches it back to Maxwell. Maxwell running left, got ahead of steam. Gets back across the 15, still pushing that pile inside the 15 down to the 13-yard line. So a gain of nine on the play. Trojans do take a timeout, Rob. With 120 to play, going to bring up second down and seven. 
So Maxwell, Jerry, when he gets that football, he had a head of steam going, had those legs going, uh, hit the line of scrimmage, the point of attack hard. And the Trojan offensive line doing a really nice job here. We're going to keep it right here. No, they say the timeout Moeller calls. Okay. So, so that, that means the Trojans would still have to. He just signaled timeout Moeller now. Yeah. He did signal on the wrong way on the penalty earlier. So but if that's the case, East Central still got two timeouts. He definitely signaled timeout Moeller. They haven't changed either one on the scoreboard. This drive started back on the East Central 34-yard line. By the way, the Reds are losing again to the Cubs. Uh, two to one in the sixth inning. Brutal. Yep, that, that's a perfect word for it. Indeed. 120 to play here in the half as the Trojans have the offense on the sideline here in front of us. Even three points would be big right here, Rob. It would be. And more important than anything else, keep possession of the football. No turnovers here. Dr. Andrew Jackson will be joining us at halftime. Superintendent here at East Central, at Sunman Dearborn, I should say, which includes East Central High School. Timeout is over. Double wing formation. Burton under center. Second down and six. This time it's pitched back into the hands of Josh Ringer. Ringer falls forward maybe for a yard, Jerry. Not much there that time. Moeller did a good job busting through the line of scrimmage. This time, another timeout is taken. They'll point to Moeller this time on the timeout. And let's take a quick 30-second timeout ourselves. We come back with the final minute and 14 here in the first half. Right after this on 103.9 WRBI. When superhero students need super fast internet, it's Great Plains Communications to the rescue. Set your kids up for success with fast fiber-powered internet and more to keep them connected to teachers, friends, and family. Super fast internet for your superhero students and money-saving offers from your hometown internet hero, Great Plains Communications. Sign up now to take advantage of great back-to-school offers at gpcom.com or call 833-341-2324. Offer valid on residential services only through September 22nd, 2023. Other limitations and restrictions may apply. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Welcome back to East Central High School. A minute 14 to play here in the first half. Trojans on a drive. Leading 21-14, facing a third down and six. Ball spotted on a 13-yard line. They need to get it down to the seven. The officials are on the sideline right now talking to East Central head coach Jake Miners. They're comparing notes on something here. <laughs> it's, that's what it looks like, exactly what they're doing, comparing huh? notes. Saying, Jake, where should we go for yeah. dinner after the ball game? Yeah, there you, you go. All right, here we go. Official blows the whistle. We're ready to get this underway. Stepping under center is Burton. Ringer in motion. They fake it to him. Rolling out the pass is Burton. Burton rolls out to the sideline under pressure and throws it away incomplete. Burton was being wrapped up there by number 97 from the Crusaders, Christian Harris. He was looking in the end zone for Robbie Blay, and that's going to bring up fourth down. I think we're going to see Nathan McPhee on. This will be his first field goal opportunity of the year. Jer, he is perfect on his extra points this year. He's going to try a 30-yard field goal with 108 left in the half. They're trying to put the Trojans on top by 10. He's going to put his tee down at the 29, or excuse me, 19. So make it a 29-yard field goal. Corey Helms, the hold. Good snap. There's the hold. There's the kick. has got plenty on it. 
and it is good. That's big. 29-yard field goal goes through the upright to put East Central on top, 24 to 14, with 103 left to play here in the first half. That scoring drive brought to you by Assured Partners Insurance in Batesville. See Rebecca Kraft with Assured Partners Insurance. Huge field goal to give East Central a two-score lead, and they will get the ball to start the third quarter. But we've seen Moeller's big playability tonight early. They have no way can they let East, or excuse me, let the Crusaders get a big play here. Only 63 seconds left till half. Crusaders do have one timeout left. So this is huge here. A touchback by young Mr. 40, number 41, would be very, very huge right here. Make them start from the 20-yard line and go the length of the field. So how about the job Nathan McPhee has done here in the first three weeks? for East Central. He's been automatic, Jer. Yep, he has been perfect so far. And that was, you can't put enough emphasis. I, I don't, doesn't matter if East Central ends up losing this game. Right now, that's a big three points. Big three points. And you know, Jer, guy's got to have talent. Nathan McPhee certainly does. Yep. But the coaching of Coach Browndike yep. uh, certainly uh, a huge advantage for East Central as well. He was a kicker at LSU, had two children who were kickers here, a son and a daughter, and they were fantastic. And now he's taken Nathan yep. McPhee off the soccer field and turned in him turned him in to a heck of a place kicker as well. Still hold still holds most of the kicking records at LSU. Nathan McPhee set to kick this ball off. Here he comes, swings the leg. Another nice kick. It'll be short of the end zone. Fielded on the run and bobbled at the 10-yard line. Ball still on the turf. Finally, both <laughs> Molar Crusaders who were back there fell it. on it. But I tell you what, uh, that almost had a disaster written all over it as Preston Smith saved the day that time. And the ball will be recovered by Molar at the 13-yard line. And they will come out first and ten from there. I love it. Dr. Jackson getting a little worked up over here. I love that. He was ready to dive on that loose he ball. He wanted that football for his team. This is awesome. First and ten. One minute exactly to play here in the first half. Moeller with the football trailing by ten. Don't think for a second <laughs> Moeller's going to sit on this either. They're going to... Go try to get down the field and score some points. They come out with twin wide receivers on both sides of the formation. Ponataski back to pass. He in, incomplete in and out of the hands of Jordan Marshall at the 20-yard line. That'll stop the clock with 56 seconds to play here in the half and bring up a second down and 10. Interesting, uh, again, a little switch up here on defense. Last few times Marshall's been out in a pass play. It's been Dylan Maxwell covering him out of the backfield. Ponataski goes back into the shotgun again. This time Jordan Marshall stands off his right shoulder. Still three receivers to the top, one to the bottom of the formation. They fake it to Marshall. Ponataski tries to set up a screen, and it's incomplete. He led Jordan Marshall about a yard too far. If Jordan Marshall would have caught that, Jerry, he'd have had to deal with Dylan Maxwell, who was closing quickly. But the incomplete pass brings up third and ten with 52.3 seconds left in the half. And the part of the reason he let him just a bit too far, he was getting some pressure and had to let it go. That split second in football is monumental. So big. Third down and ten. Three receivers to the top. Ponatowski back to pass. Looking to the top of the formation. Has a man over the middle. Incomplete. 
He was looking for Preston Smith out at the 30-yard line, threw it behind him. And that'll bring up a fourth down, Jerry, with 46.8 seconds left. Yep. The Trojans are going to get the ball back, and Moeller is going to have to punt very near their own end zone. Yep. Yeah, they will. They'll get this off from probably about the five-yard line. So the biggest thing right now for Cole Wheat, secure the football and give your offense a shot here with what will probably be about 40 seconds left to go, providing Cole Fields' this football. So Ethan Page is going to stand back in his own end zone. Moses Wheat back here. Excuse me. Waiting at the midfield stripe. Now Moses had timeout on the field. So let's take a 30-second timeout, and we'll come back with the final 46 seconds of this one. Right after this, Trojans on top, 24-14, here on Country 103.9 WRBI. Hey, football fans. While Ivy Tech Community College doesn't have a football team, what it does have is your play to a great future. Earn a short-term certificate to quickly get into a high-wage, high-demand career. Earn your associate degree in a wide variety of programs for a more affordable transfer to a bachelor's degree. Classes are offered in person and online at the Lawrenceburg and Batesville locations. For more information, email r11express at ivytech.edu. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. That last commercial was the Vice Chancellor of Enrollment and Student Success at Ivy Tech Lawrenceburg Batesville. None other than Lisa Moorhead, who I also call my bride. Ivy Tech, one of our fine sponsors here. 46.8 seconds to go. Rob Moorhead, Jerry Stanger back with you here at East Central High School. Trojans on top by 10 as we approach the half. Moeller facing a fourth and 10. They've got a punt out of their own end zone. Ethan Page waits on the snap. Moses Wheat stands back at the 45-yard line. The left-footed kicker boots it away. It bounces and takes a nice bounce for Moeller. It'll roll down the sideline, roll out of bounds at the 31-yard line of the East Central Trojans. And that's where the Trojans will take over here. With 38 seconds to go, Jerry, here in the first half. Still time. If they elect to throw the, you know, it depends what they expect to do. 37-yard line, they're going to mark it. they got 38 seconds. Do they play it safe, run a couple plays and go to the locker room? Do they uh, try to run something here, like we said earlier, a little dipsy-do and trickery? I think they're going to just, yeah, they're just going to take a knee. Take their 10-point lead to the locker room, and they're going to get the ball to start the second half. Yeah, Trojans go into what we would typically call victory formation, but this is just to kill the clock here uh, and run it out for the first half here, and that will do it. Yep, They will not need to snap it again with the 40-second play clock, and both teams will go ahead and head to the locker room. So we're going to get ready to take a break and come back with our halftime show. On our halftime show, we'll run down all the scoring in half number one. We'll also bring you some score updates from around southeastern Indiana. And we'll have an interview with East Central Sunman Dearborn, I should say, Superintendent Dr. Andrew Jackson. All that on our halftime show coming up after this two-minute timeout 
on Country 103.9 WRBI. Craving some Hunt Brothers pizza? Yeah. Or you need a snack right now? Huh? Is your car a dirty mess? Wow. Is your mouth as dry as the Sahara? Olig Shell Station and Car Wash is right where Interstate 74, Highway 46, and Highway 1 all meet in St. Leon. They can help you refuel. Top off your tank with top-rated Shell gasoline. Then get your car looking spiffy in their easy-to-use car wash. All while you run into Olig Shell for some Hunt Brothers pizza, snacks, and drinks. Olig Shell, the most convenient convenience store in southeastern Indiana. Thinking of moving? Maybe settling in a state? How about both? One call covers it all. With Cornerstone Realty and Lutz Auction Service, now conveniently located under one roof near Dover, Indiana. Both Dale and Randy Lutz, as realtors and auctioneers, have been serving the community for over 30 years. Their profession is turning your assets into cash. Cornerstone Realty and Lutz Auction Service, where they're in your corner. Call 812-637-6666. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student-athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy at Facebook, Price or Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. Southeastern Indiana REMC is now offering high-speed fiber internet to its members. Choose from our basic, plus, or premium residential packages with speeds from 100 megabits per second to 1 gig. Prices range from $64.95 to $109.95 per month, and there are no data caps. Get the connectivity speed you need at a price you can afford. Visit SEIREMC.com or call 1-800-737-4111 to check your address eligibility and to sign up for service today. Our friendly customer service representatives are standing by to take your call. SEI Fiber, connecting at the speed of light. This is the Halftime Pigskin Review Show from 103.9 WRBI. Now, let's take a look at game stats and area football scores. And welcome back to East Central High School. Rob Moorhead, Jerry Stanger with you as we have reached the half in this matchup between the Class 4A number 1 East Central Trojans and the Ohio Division 1 number 2 ranked Molar Crusaders. And East Central goes to the halftime locker room with a 10-point advantage, 24-14. to The Trojans did win the toss, and they elected to defer. Moeller got the football. Moeller came out from their own 39-yard line. They moved it into Trojan territory. But then a fumble happened on a quarterback-running back exchange, and Eli Ertle was there to recover it for the East Central Trojans. Trojans took over at their own 32. They were able to move it down the field and score on a very nifty wide receiver reverse pass. Eli Sel- Elijah Selhorst had checked into the ball game, took a handoff, looked like he was going to run a jet sweep, stopped, threw the ball back to where he came from, where Josh Ringer was streaking down the left sideline, and it was a 15-yard touchdown pass. The extra point was good by McPhee. The Trojans went on top 7 to nothing with 4.38 to play in the first quarter. McPhee had a touchback on the next kickoff. The Crusaders came out first and 10 from their own 20. And a beautiful 69-yard pass from quarterback Matt Ponatowski to Roman Mason down the sideline. Orr's extra point tied it at 7 with 3.33 to play in the quarter. East Central got it right back. And two plays later... Out of the double wing formation, Josh Ringer goes 76 yards down the middle of the football field for a touchdown. McPhee's extra point was good. 
Trojans went on top 14-7 to with 2.40 to play in the first quarter. Moeller got the ball back on another McPhee touchback. They started at their own 20. They scored on a 35-34 yard touchdown pass, I should say, from Matt Ponatowski again to Roman Mason. Orr's extra point was good, and we were all tied up at 14 with 26 seconds left to play in the quarter. East Central got the football, and as we moved into second quarter action, they came back out in the double wing formation. This time, Dylan Maxwell came from the right wing, took a pitch back, and took it all the way down the left sideline, 67 yards for a touchdown. McPhee's extra point made it 21-14. to We had 11.05 to play in the half. The defense for East Central forced a punt, and then Moeller's defense forced a punt. East Central forced another punt, and then East Central got the football on their own 34-yard line. They put together a nice long drive, moving the football all the way down to about the 19-yard line where Nathan McPhee came on to kick a 29-yard field goal with 103 left in the half to put East Central up 24-14. The Trojan defense would come out on the field and force another molar punt before the Trojans got the ball back and knelt it out to take this thing to the half. The East Central defense forced three punts on the last three Crusader possessions, and that's how the Trojans have spurred it out to a 24-14 advantage here at the half. That's a rundown on the first half action. We're going to take another timeout when we come back. We'll have an interview with Sunman Dearborn Superintendent Dr. Andrew Jackson right after this. You're listening to High School Football on Country 103.9 WRBI. Do you have trouble falling or staying asleep? If so, you may want to talk to a doctor about whether a sleep study is right for you. At Margaret Mary Health, sleep studies are completed in their comfortable sleep clinic located on their main campus. Additionally, Margaret Mary partners with sleep physicians from the Christ Hospital Health Network to determine a treatment plan that's right for you. To learn more about Margaret Mary's Sleep Clinic, talk to your doctor or visit them online at mmhealth.org. This is RJ Sig here for Sig Surveying. Would you like to know where your property lines are located or how to develop your property? Contact Sig Surveying for all your land consulting needs at 623-6700. Or visit our website at SIGSurveying.com. RJ is now a senior on the East Central football team. But one thing that hasn't changed is the reliable service you get from SIG Surveying. Make cleanup easy with a new Whirlpool dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Garings to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Garings and Whirlpool, 316 North Main, Batesville. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Welcome back to East Central High School. Rob Moorhead, Jerry Stanger with you here. The East Central Trojans are on top 24-14 to 14 over the Molar Crusaders here at the half. We are joined at this time in the halftime show by Sunman Dearborn Community Schools Superintendent Dr. Andrew Jackson. Dr. Jackson, thank you so much for joining us here in the halftime show. Thank you, Rob, for having me. Great to see you tonight. And, boy, it's got to make you pleased and proud to see this fantastic community support tonight. 
here at Trojan Field. Yeah, it's a, it's an excellent uh, community event. Two Fridays in a row, we had a great crowd last week and again this week. So uh, the community really comes around this school corporation and this high school and this high school football team. So we're happy to host. And then, of course, our visitors from Cincinnati and Mulder as well. We're excited to uh, host them as well, and it's a great event this evening. Andrew, uh, Jerry and I have talked throughout the season how fortunate we are to get to broadcast the Class 4A number 1 ranked East Central Trojans. And I think it's easy to take that for granted, but it's not every day or every year that you're sitting here with the number one ranked team in the class in the state of Indiana. And, of course, that's a very deserved ranking being the defending state champions, but uh, certainly not something that you want to take lightly. Right. You really want to appreciate the team. Uh, you know, not every year is going to be the number one ranked team, and this could potentially, you know, be back-to-back state champions, which is, is would be a huge deal for this school corporation, this school. So you certainly don't want to take it for granted. You want to come out here every week and support them and really just soak it in because it won't always be, you know, the number one ranked team. Uh, but this is amazing talent. Great group of coaches, great kids, and it's just a just a great event. Like I said, and coming here tonight, taking on uh, Division One number two ranked Moeller out of the state of Ohio. And of course, you spent some time in Ohio, so you're familiar with how the rankings work over there. And of course, anyone who's been around Southeast Indiana and Southwest Ohio knows the tradition and pride and excellence in the Moeller football program. Absolutely, uh, they are a perennial powerhouse over there, and it's been a great game that we've been able to pick up the last several. years years uh good for our schedule uh, a great competitive non-conference game and it's always fun to go across state lines over in ohio for this game and the the last weekend as well andrews you look around you've had about a two year or so construction project going on and i got to tell you my friend when i drive in the facilities just look fantastic thank you uh it's been three years and five months if you're counting <laughs> so we, we oh and why would you know that right, right yeah yeah that's actually uh breaking ground and actually doing the actual construction that started in april and may of 2020 believe it or not with some small roasting out new boulevard we put in and we're finally closed out here we're doing some punch list items local company maxwell construction is our construction managers uh very invested in this community and the school uh, the owner uh, one of the three owners jeff Lyons, the president he comes to those meetings we meet quite a bit he was a former school board member a parent uh, and, and an alumni as well, along with the other two owners, uh, John Maxwell and Randy Maxwell. So great company uh, to, to uh, support our community, uh, and they've done a great job. It's been a complex project. People can go out to our website to kind of see some information about it, but it is certainly nice uh, to have that wrapped up and be able to uh, actually we're going to start moving on to phase two, which people will be learning about in the next couple months. And, Andrew, I saw recently uh – a press release where your natatorium uh, won an architectural award, if I'm not mistaken. It did. It won a national recognition for the interior design uh, for a uh, high school sporting facility. It's a beautiful facility. If no one's been in it, they ought, I would welcome them to come to one of our swim meets. We actually have open swim on Wednesday evenings here in September. Starting October, it'll be Monday and Wednesday evenings uh, from 6 to 7.30 as well. And uh, this past year, we hosted sectional, boys sectional for swim, and the next year we're going to alternate with girls sectional. So there's a lot of opportunities for people to come out and check out that natatorium. It's a beautiful facility. Absolutely. Well, Andrew, we can't thank you enough for taking time to join us here at the halftime show and uh, certainly hope good things for the Trojans here, not only in the second half, 
but for you and the entire school corporation as the school year progresses. Appreciate Appreciate WRBI as well as covering us. Also want to give a shout-out to Dave Deddens. Skyline sponsors this event, and Dave Deddens owns a local Skyline here in St. Leon on and up in Brookville, and he is probably our biggest supporter in the community in terms of always giving back to this school and these students, so we really, really appreciate that. And I appreciate you mentioning that because this game is part of the Skyline Chili cross down cross town showdown, I should say, and uh, I'm certain this game will get a lot of publicity around the tri-state on the Cincinnati news coverages tonight as well. So hopefully they'll be talking about a Trojan victory. We hope so. There you go. Well, Andrew, thanks again for your time. Great Thank to you. see you, my you friend, too. and All best right. of luck throughout right. the remainder of the year. All right, go Trojans. That's Dr. Andrew Jackson, the superintendent of Sunman Dearborn Community School Corporation, joining us in tonight's halftime show, and we thank him very much. We'll take another time out, and we'll come back with some statistics from the first half and some area scores right after this. East Central 24, Molar 14 at the half here on Country 103.9 WRBI. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Fleetwood Chevrolet at 950 North Michigan Avenue in Greensburg invites you to visit them. They're here to help you with your next new or pre-owned vehicle purchase, as well as all your service and parts needs. They're the home of Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and free oil changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. Give them an opportunity to earn your business at Fleetwood Chevrolet. We don't sell you cars. We help you buy them. Affinity Graphics and Tees, your number one supplier of fine screen printed and embroidered apparel, is a proud supporter of high school athletics. With Affinity Graphics and Tees, you can create and sell your own designs online anytime. Design cool custom apparel and t-shirts for your team, fundraiser, bachelor party, or even reunion. With hundreds of styles and colors to choose from, visit Affinity Graphics and Tees online design studio at shopaffinitygraphics.com. Or call 812-363-4379. Uber Trucking just off I-74 in Sunman is a proud supporter of East Central High School football. They urge you to consider coming out to see a game in person this year to root on the Trojans to another successful season. Call Uber Trucking at 812-623-3570 to haul sand, gravel, or any kind of stone product. That's Huber Trucking, 812-623-3570, a proud supporter of East Central High School football. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Welcome back to East Central High School. Rob Moorhead, Jerry Stanger with you here in our halftime show. East Central on top 24-14 over the Molar Crusaders. Some statistics to run down, and we would be remiss if we did not thank Andrew Shaver, who takes care of the statistics and does a great job as the media person here for the East Central Trojans. In the first half, rushing-wise, Josh Ringer had 10 carries for 149 yards and a touchdown. Dylan Maxwell had five carries for 87 yards and a touchdown. Mingus had six carries for 18 yards. And Cole Burton carried the ball three times on quarterback keepers for 13 yards. How about Elijah Selhorst? One for one through the air for 15 yards and a touchdown. And the EC offense, they racked up 282 yards in the first half. The Molar Crusaders, they had 222 yards of offense. They were 7 of 12 passing for Matt Ponatoski. 143 yards and two touchdowns. 
Dylan Marshall, the Division I running back, heading to Michigan next year, had 10 carries for 77 yards in the first half. 24 to 14 is our score. And my partner, Jerry Stanger, has joined us once again. He was able to take a little time off. And, Jerry, you were probably not only glad-handing your way around the stadium, but also picking up some good nuggets of information for us during your halftime break. Well, knowing you like I do, Rob, I thought you'd talk longer. <laughs> we hey, tonight, Jerry. It was great to get out there and mingle a little bit and hear people's reaction to the first half and it's it's just like when you look at the gut to people's faces in the crowd it's like this is so cool this is so fun and in all those things are talking about how well they're playing and they are playing well but there's another half of football yes it's great to be up 10 points uh but the trojans seen in the first half the big play capability of the crusaders now give credit to the east central defense and uh, doug hogue their coordinator and his coaches they definitely changed some things up in that second quarter and uh, were able to slow Moeller down a little bit. Their last three possessions were punt, 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 and that was huge to give their offense a chance to keep going and keep scoring, which they did. I said it uh, before the halftime break, win or lose, that field goal by Nathan McPhee was a big, big play. Don't think it wasn't. That two-score lead means a lot, especially when your guys are going to come out and get the ball here in the first half or the second half. Everybody's playing well. There's really been really no mistakes. I can't, don't even know if East Central's had a penalty. I think one illegal shift penalty. And, and, I, right, believe, Jerry. and I believe that's their only penalty so far. Um, no turnovers at this point in the game, which is great. And that's what you got to have against a molar. You've got to be clean on both sides of the football, penalty and turnover-wise. So far, they've been able to do that. It's been a great first half. Josh Ringer's well over 100 yards again, probably around 10 or 11 yards a carry. Dylan Maxwell has had a fantastic game on both sides of the ball. And what about young freshman Ryan Mingus coming in there on uh, his third game as a varsity football player as a freshman getting a start, and he has done very, very well tonight. Probably as impressed with him, maybe not numbers-wise, but just going in there and, and just being part of the game plan and doing what he's doing. He's doing a fantastic job. Fantastic. And like you said before the game, Jerry, had to be uh, some nervousness in that freshman taking the football field for his first start against the Moeller Crusaders, but he has handled it quite well. As halftime is over, Devin Orr has the football spotted. He's going to kick this away for Moeller, and they're going to kick it deep, and Josh Ringer will have a chance to return this. He fields it at the 5. Ringer out to the 15, now 20, around the left side to the 30. 35-yard line coming out toward the 40, and he will be dragged down right at the 40-yard line. A nice run back for the running back for the Trojans, Josh Ringer. Right up the Moeller sideline, a 35-yard return. But we do have a flag, and it will come back. I did not see that initially. Boy, I didn't either, Jerry, but they are going backwards here. Flag is laying on the far sideline of the 30-yard line. Be a hold against East Central, so it'll be 10 yards from the spot of the foul. We'll put it back around the 20 or maybe just inside. Oh, mark it right on the 20-yard line. So the Trojans lose 20 yards of field position. First and 10 for East Central. We'll see if they come back with the double wing here, Jerry, or maybe show a little different look here. But I see Dylan Maxwell going out yep. on the field. I think we're going to see double wing. Ryan Mingus in the backfield. Burton goes under center. Ringer 
He's on the left wing. Maxwell on the right. This is a handoff to Ringer. Ringer coming around that right side, powering his way out near the 25-yard line, gain of five, second down and five. It just sometimes looks, and, and Jordan Marshall's the same way. It looks like they're going to get hit the line of scrimmage and maybe gain a yard or two, and then you another couple of seconds go by, and they got a five-yard gain, second and five. Just great strength, great power, great job by the offensive line. We didn't talk about the uniforms in the first half. Jerry Trojans in their black pants and red jerseys tonight looking sharp. The mighty men of Mo, white on white tonight. Second and five, double wing formation. Corey Helm split out to the bottom of the formation. This is a handoff backfield to Maxwell. Maxwell has first down yardage and more out across the 35-yard line, taken down at the 37-yard line. Big gainer for Dylan, first down. Nice run again by Dylan Maxwell. Good hard run. He might be nearing the 100-yard mark, too, with that 67-yard touchdown run. Yeah, he had a good bent in the first half yep. there, Jerry, at what, 67? 80, 87, 87, I believe. 87 on five carries. First and 10. Ball at the 42-yard line. Double wing formation for the Trojans. Helm split out to the bottom. They fake it to Maxwell. This time they hand it straight ahead to Mingus. Ryan Mingus drives his feet, moves the pile forward across the 40-yard line. We'll mark him at the 41-yard line. That's going to be a gain of three, second and seven. Even then, right there, straight ahead run. He gets hit at the line of scrimmage, and they just keep pushing forward. They are right now winning the battle in the trenches against Moeller's defensive line. There's no doubt about that. Second down and a long, or excuse me, second down and seven. Double wing formation again. Corey Helm stays out here. This one's pitched back to Ringer, running to the right. Takes it straight up the middle. Across the 45, out to the 48-yard line. That will move the chains. First and 10. So Josh starts off at left side, Jerry. Gets the pitch back. Ends up running like right between the right guard and right tackle. And by then, the Trojans had time to block at the point of attack, and he's got room to move. It's like the some of the – he was – coming around like to our side to the right side looked like it was going to go wide but then josh cuts it back in the opposite direction and picks up a nice gain he's just got great vision to find the hole same formation here comes ringer again they figured to him it's a rollout now they're going to throw it back to him to set up the screen he's got it going down the left sideline 40 ringer across the 35 breaks the tackle down near the 30 dives forward inside the 30 to the 28 yard line a long completion on a little screen pass from Burton to Ringer, first down, Trojans. We have seen that play ran for years here at East Central. It just comes out of nowhere and it catches the defense off guard. Great play, 23 yards and a first down, Trojans at the 29 of Moeller. First and 10. The entire Trojan offense looks to the sideline for the play call and they are taking their time. I wish they would take more. Double wing formation again. Burton's under center. Maxwell in motion. Maxwell gets a handoff on a little sweep. He dives forward near the 25-yard line where he's taken down. Gain of four on the play. Second down and six. Helms is going to come in from the sideline, at least for one play. Again, the Trojans just stand and mill around at the line of scrimmage, look at the sideline to see the play that's signaled in. Yeah, Helms will be split out wide to the bottom of the formation here. The ball is on the far hash from our vantage point here behind the East Central sideline in the press box. 
This one's pitched back to Ringer out of his wing. Ringer turns it upfield, gets across the 20-yard line, or very near the 20-yard line. Going to be about two yards short, Jerry, of the line to gain. Going to bring up third and two for East Central. 8-15 to go and counting. 24-14 Trojans in the third quarter. They have taken this ball from their own 20 and matriculated down the field to the Moeller 21. It's a beautiful word, Jerry. <laughs> I'm not impressive very often, but I was matriculating there. Matriculating it down the field. <laughs> this hey. time, Robbie Blay is in at the far side receiver position. Double wing formation again. Third down and two. Maxwell gets the pitch back. He's running around left side. Has the first down inside the 15-yard line, and that'll move the chain for the Trojans. Let me tell who the guy was from Moeller, but he really blew up Dylan Maxwell, but not before Dylan was able to get the first down. Gain of seven. Elijah Sellhorse checks in. Robbie Blay checks out. Sellhorse, if you were listening earlier, owns a touchdown pass on the day. Not a reception, a touchdown pass. First and 10 from the Moeller, 14. Double wing formation for the Trojans. Burton has Ringer coming in motion. There's Ringer getting the pitch back, going straight up the middle inside the 10-yard line. Takes the pile a little bit further down near the 8-yard line. Going to bring up second down. And, boy, you saw that time. Ryan Mingus get locked up in a block that time, and both guys were going hard. The Moeller defender was Nolan Kittle, a sophomore linebacker, and those guys ended up about 10 yards behind the line of scrimmage. Trojans bring in an extra blocker or two. Dylan Maxwell goes out on this play, the 11th of this drive, which started back at their own 20. Josh picked up four on the carry, getting the ball to the 10-yard line, second down and six. Split backfield this time for East Central. There's the handoff to Josh Ringer running right over the center, pushing the pile forward down near the five-yard line, inside the five, all the way down to the three-yard line, Jerry. That should be a first and goal for East Central. I think it well, you're right. It, well, they haven't signaled it yet. It might be a little short. Actually, they are showing third down and, and short, less than a yard. They need to get to the four-yard line. They're just outside the four-yard line. And now Jerry, they change it up. Now they do change it up. All right, first and goal now. I thought from where the near side official was. So this is first and goal. East Central goes back to the double wing. Ball spotted on the four-yard line. Robbie Blay alone at the bottom of the formation. Double wing with Mingus in the backfield. Here comes Ringer in motion. They hand it to Ringer going to the right. Touchdown. Josh Ringer goes in untouched from four yards out. Trojans score yet another touchdown. They go on top 30. The 14. Textbook drive by the East Central Trojans to open the third quarter. 12 plays unofficially, 80 yards, all but one on the ground. The clock only stopped for the first down. Eight up six minutes and 15 seconds of the third quarter. That was beauty. Nathan McPhee tries to put the Trojans up by 17. There's a snap and the hold, kick up, and it is good. McPhee's extra point makes it East Central 31, Moeller 14 with 5.45 to play here in the third quarter. This scoring drive brought to you by Assured Partners Insurance in Batesville. See David Ball with Assured Partners Insurance. We'll take a 30-second timeout. Be back with more right after this on Country 103.9 WRBI. 
Georgia's, we have respiratory therapists on staff that can help you rest easy. Our services include CPAP and BiPAP, the latest in oxygen technology, nebulizers, and more. Our professional staff will answer all of your questions and make you or your loved one feel at ease with whatever challenges you're faced with. Ask for us. Let our family take care of yours. The Sports Voice, Country 103.9, WRBI, Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville. And tonight's game brought to you in part by Six Surveying, Margaret Murray Health, Garings, and Affinity Graphics and Tees. Rob Moorhead, Jerry Stanger back with you as we have 545 left to play here in quarter number three. The Trojans go 80 yards in five minutes and four, excuse me, in six minutes and 15 seconds. And they go on top, 31 to 14, capped off by a Josh Ringer four-yard carry to pay dirt. McPhee lines it up and gets ready to kick this one deep. Two folks back deep for the Crusaders. There's the boot, and that's going into the end zone for another touchback. Nathan McPhee, third touchback of the night. Moeller will take over on their own 20, Jer. Very cool. My... uh... State champion godson just came in to say hi. Ryan Stanger on the 4A state champs last year. And what a kick by McPhee again. Making Moeller start at their own 20-yard line. And we'll see if Moeller decides to go to the air a little bit more here now. Down 17 points. Well, we have seen that they can score and score quickly, Jerry. Yeah, that's for sure. Although the Trojans did slow them down in the second quarter a bit. Three straight punts to close out the half. Yep. There's the snap, and it's a handoff this time to Marshall. Marshall gets through the line of scrimmage, still on his feet out at the 30. 35-yard line dragged down finally at the 37-yard line. A big gainer that time for Jordan Marshall, and he was brought down, Jerry, by number 46 of that Trojan defense. Braden Rouse. And that is indeed Mr. Braden Rouse. And that's what he does, Beth. His, His legs are incredible. He is very, very strong in that lower body. First and 10 from the 38. There's a handoff to Marshall once again. Marshall running around the right side this time. Gets his momentum going forward across the 40-yard line. He'll be brought down to 41. Again, a gain of four on the play. Bring up second down and six. Jerry Ponatoski did a good job that time. That was a high snap. He had to go up and yep, get it. Very high snap. They're going to empty the backfield now. Put Marshall in the slot over on the far side. Two receivers up there. Three on the bottom. Ponatoski looking that top side now. He steps through under pressure, breaks a couple of tackles, now will be swung down. Maybe a gain of a yard on the play as he got out to the 43-yard line, and that'll bring up third down and four. We do have an injured Trojan down on the field. I don't know who that is. And Trainer jogging out onto the field. One of the Trojan defenders is down grabbing, uh, looks like grabbing the left leg, so we'll see what happens. And while they tend to this uh, injured Trojan. Let's take a 30-second timeout. East Central on top, 31-14, 4.40 to play here in the third quarter. Be back right after this on Country 103.9 WRBI. Maxwell Construction Company would like to wish all schools and student-athletes good luck in their sports endeavors. To make a great team, it takes lots of hard work, practice, and dedication. Whether you're on the football field or participating in any sport or school event, Maxwell Construction. Your leader in commercial construction and building solutions in Southeast Indiana since 1988. Salutes all the area teams. 
Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. And Michael Hilliker being helped to the sideline here. Uh, he's limping on that right leg. Glad to see him up, and he'll be helped off the field. And uh, the Trojans on top 31 to 14 here. 444 to play in quarter number three. Rob Moorhead, Jerry Stanger with you as the Molar Crusaders have the football facing a third down and four from the 44-yard line. Big play here again. Konikoski in the backfield has Jordan Marshall on his right side. Two receivers to the top of the formation. One split out deep to the bottom. Marshall switches over to the left side now. Trojan faithful on their feet. Konikoski rolling to his left. Konikoski under pressure. Gets rid of it. Looking for his tight end at the 40-yard line. And it falls incomplete. That was intended for Eli, Jake, and Duffy. And that'll bring up fourth down here, Jerry. And what will Moeller do? This is going to be interesting. Trailing by 17 with 4.18 to play here. Right now they're going to go for it. I think they are going to go for it. Eli Ertl got the pressure in on uh, Ponatoski. Hit him right as he threw it. They're going to go for it. Fourth down and about four, maybe five. They empty the backfield once again. Three receivers to the bottom, two to the top. Ponatoski back to pass. Looking to the top, over the middle, incomplete. East Central will take over on downs. Ponatoski was under some serious pressure there, Jerry. Great job by the Trojan defense. Great job to call a little delayed blitz again by the guys upstairs. And it worked to perfection. Now gets to be where grind out some yards, ball security. You're up 17. Four minutes and change left in the third quarter. You're set up in outstanding field position at the Crusader 44-yard line. Four straight times the Trojan defense has forced either a punt or, in this case, a turnover on downs to get the ball back for the offense. And if a date broke, don't fix it. Don't go away from it. Same formation again. Double wing with Corey Helms at the bottom. Here's the pitch back to Ringer. And Ringer this time... Nowhere to go as he runs into the back of that offensive line. Maybe loses a yard on the carry. Dylan Maxwell comes out of there limping. But does get to the sideline. Going to bring up second down and 11. Dylan grabbing. I think he might have a cramp in that right calf trying to stretch it out. Corey Helms and Robbie Blay will both come onto the field now. you got to adjust on the fly. When you go, when something like that that happens, they got to change up the formation. They go split backfield again now. Josh Ringer on the left, and he'll get the handoff, looking for a block. Skin spins it to the outside of the 40, 35, 30. Run out of bounds, shy of the 25 yard line. We'll mark him at the 27 yard line. Nice carry that time for Josh Ringer to move the chains for the Trojans. Number 15 is fired up, and you love it. All the talk coming into this game is about Jordan Marshall. Jordan Marshall. Josh Ringer's out to prove tonight that he is on that same level as Moeller's number 24. Clock runs with 3.15 to play here in quarter number three. Ryan Mingus to the right. With Josh Ringer to the left in the split backfield. This time an inside handoff to Josh Ringer. Ringer runs around the right side, out of bounds, just shy of the 20-yard line. Or they might mark him at the 20-yard line. Maybe they'll give him the 19. I think so you're nice right, Rob. carry that time. 
That time they brought Corey Helms on a jet sweep, pitched it back to him, and then he gave the inside reverse handoff to Josh Ringer, and all that for naught, my no friend. Kidding. What do we got? I would imagine a, a hold or a block in the back. Keep it going, boys! And that's going to back the Trojans up as the clock is stopped at exactly three minutes to play here in quarter number three. Those penalties hurt. There is a holding against the Trojans. It'll be 10 from the spot of the foul. So looks like they've marked it all the way back to the 36-yard line, Jerry. That's going to be a first down and about 20. 19 yards, first yep. and 19. Split backfield again. One receiver way to the top is Robbie Blake. Corey Helms at the bottom. They send Mingus out in motion this time, pitching it over to Josh Ringer running to the left. Ringer getting around inside the 30. Taken down at about the 28-yard line on a sprint out that time for Josh Ringer. We'll and that's exact. I'm sorry, Rob. No, no, give him about seven, Jerry, second yep, 12. Yep, yep, I'd say so. And that's exactly what he did at the snap. Josh took off on the dead sprint to the far side. Cole pitched it out to him. Mingus went in motion to lead the way on the block. Nice gain on first and, as Rob said, about 19. So now you've got Selhorst in the slot. With Robbie Blay split out wide, split backfield again in behind Burton, who's under center. Sellhorse goes in motion. It's a handoff to Ringer, running to right. Nice block by Mingus. Ringer inside the 25, now 20. Drug down right about the 18-yard line, make it the 17. Just going to be about a half yard short of the line to gain. A nice gainer there for Josh Ringer brings up third down. You really get to the point when you're calling these games, you run out of superlatives for the young man. What more can you say about him? He's amazing. He's a gamer. He wants the ball. It seems like he never gets tired. And the the traits of great running backs, they get better as the game wears on. Third and short, split backfield again. Under center, Burton going to push the pile forward. He'll get the first down following his offensive line. Credit to R.J. Fig, Wyatt Smith, Noah Brown. There through the middle of the offensive line. They get her all the way inside the 15. Be first and 10. East Central, we're at a minute 30 to play here in the third quarter. A quarter dominated time of possession-wise by the Trojans. I think that was one of those play calls where, Cole, keep it yourself, give us a break. I think that, that was just a give a give a breather snap right there. Get the first down, take it yourself. <laughs> Barring something crazy happening, they'll run this third quarter out. Two receivers at the top split formation. Ringer again running around to the right, looking for a block, unable to find one. A flag comes in late. Ringer is drugged down behind the line of scrimmage that time. On the tackle for the Crusaders is Griff Daly. And we'll see what the flag is. Is Daly a little slow to get up? I would think that's going to be against East Central, too. Yep. Holding penalty. Holding against the Trojans. The clock is stopped with exactly one minute to go. And I think Griff Daly dealing with a leg cramp. Yep. And uh, it is it is warm out here. Not warm compared to last week, Jerry, but still warm uh, out there on the turf, as we found out prior to the game when we were down there getting a yeah. pregame interview. Not as nice as week one, but better than week two. Our bald heads were both sweating <laughs> down there, Jim. <laughs> they can see us from a long way away. Play is stopped here as the uh, injured Molar Crusader is being tended to uh, with the training staff trying to stretch out that cramp. They're getting him up right now. 
and he'll be able to leave under his own power. Good job by the training staff for the Crusaders. So, Jerry, with the penalty marked off, the ball now sits the 24-yard line. The Trojans need to get to the four-yard line, so I think we'll call that first and 20. That would be... Okay, Mr. Obvious. I did that math in my head, brother. All by yourself. I did. You're amazing. I did. Actually, I'm going to give the <laughs> scoreboard guys credit because they had it up there. I just read it off the scoreboard. Oh, my God. <laughs> First and 20, you're clock supposed to, running. You're supposed to try to make it sound like we really, really know what we're talking about. Nobody would believe it. No, that's Split true. backfield, Selhorst in motion. They hand it off to Ringer, running straight up the middle. Ringer pushing the pile inside the 20. And maybe down to the 19-yard line. Nope, they'll mark him right at the 20. And that's going to bring up second down and 16. Gain of four for Josh. Clock runs, and they will have to run one more play, Jerry. They'll have to run another play, and that will take us to the end of the fourth quarter. Third quarter. And the third quarter. Excuse me. Thank you. You got it. About two seconds difference between the play clock and the game clock. We're inside 20 seconds to play here in the quarter. Two receivers go to the top of the formation, split backfield in behind Burton under center. Burton this time hands it off to the freshman Mingus. Mingus running to the left and not much there that time. Good job by the Crusader defense getting in there. Looked like number 46 kind of led the charge that time for the Moeller defense. That was Nolan Kittle, the linebacker, and we have reached the end of quarter number three. The Trojans will be facing about a third and 16 when we start the fourth quarter action. East Central on top over Moeller, 31-14. to We'll be back with the fourth quarter right after this one-minute timeout on Country 103.9 WRBI. Cecil Eisen from Eisen's Family Pizza. We are hiring. We have open positions in our front and back of house, including counter and order taking, food prep, pizza making, and closing duties. Stop in at 117 East George Street and pick up an application today. Don't forget to pick up some pizza sticks with our amazing cheese sauce. Yummy. The award-winning Eisen's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333, Eisen'sFamilyPizza.com, or 117 East George Street, downtown Batesville. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Welcome back to East Central High School. Rob Moorhead, Jerry Stanger with you where the Trojans are on top 31-14. to Jerry, in that third quarter, East Central had the ball for 10 minutes and 27 seconds out of the 12 minutes. Moeller only had it for a minute and 33 seconds. Just an unbelievable job by the Trojan offense and defense. And right now, the Trojan offense facing a third down and 16 as we start fourth quarter action. Got to believe they're going to play this one safe here and uh, maybe bring Nathan McPhee on to try another field goal. This will be a lot greater distance if there's not much of a gain here offensively on this play, but it is third down, and as Rob said, it's a long way to go. I'd be very surprised if they throw a pass here and risk a turnover. I was going to say, I didn't think that they had to move the uh, man holding the down marker over there was in the wrong place. Now they got everybody set. We're about there's the whistle that's going to start fourth quarter action. Right now, for the first time tonight, Cole Burton's in the shotgun. They send Ringer out. It's an empty backfield. It's a delayed quarterback keeper. Burton makes a man miss inside the 10. Taken down right at the 10 yard line. So going to be fourth down. They're about six yards short, and here will come the field goal unit. That was a nice call, Jerry. Nice. You got it, Rob. Great call by Randy Maxwell upstairs, and uh, 
put Ringer in motion. Looked like they're going to throw to him coming out of the backfield. Cole, a little delay on the snap. And he got, I think, got Nathan McPhee about maybe another 10, 12 yards there. This is going to be from 27 yards, brother. Yep. A 27-yard field goal attempt for McPhee. Out of the Helms hold. Helms, good job getting it down. McPhee's field goal kick is up, and it is no good. Nope, nope. He pulled it just to the right. That's McPhee's first miss of the year. Snap was a little bit low on the ground. Couldn't tell from here because Nathan is a left-footed kicker. Helms might have had a little trouble getting it up, but they still into the fourth quarter with a 17-point lead. But, man, you can't rest too easy here, that's for sure. Moeller will take over the football from where the – I believe it's from where they're, – they're actually they're spotting it at the 20, I yep. think, Jerry. So that's I, what it'll be. High school is different than what we're used to okay. watching on Sundays. So Moeller takes over on their own 20-yard line here. They trail by 17 at 11-15 to play. Shotgun formation. Marshall takes the handoff. Runs it forward, gets out across the 25 to the 26-yard line. Going to bring up second down. Man, nice carry. They're going to bring up second down and two. We'll give him eight on the play. <coughs> Back to pass, looking over the middle. Has a man, had his tight end. Almost breaks it free. He's out at midfield, taken down at the 46-yard line of East Central. A nice pass that time. From Ponatoski across the middle where he finds Eli, Jake, and Duffy, the tight end. And that's a big gainer for Moeller. They're set up in East Central Territory, first and 10 at the 46-yard line. Jordan Marshall on the carry. Not much there this time as he runs it straight up the middle. Maybe goes forward for a gain of two, bring up second down and eight. East Central will take that all night long right there. Two yards on a run, keep the clock running. As it does with 10-20 to play here I mean, in the contest. Moeller's not in as much of a hurry here as they were in the first quarter. Two receivers to each side. Ponatoski back to pass. Now he's going to tuck it and run. He's across the 40, dives forward to the 35-yard line. He's taken down there by number 43, Connor Kuhn. But that's enough to move the chains for the Crusaders. Good pressure on Ponatoski. Help me out here. Ponatoski. Ponat, thank you. But able to find a little crack there. First and 10 from the 35-yard line. Empty backfield this time for Ponatoski. Marshall goes in motion. They fake it to him. Ponatoski over the middle to the tight end again. Complete, taken down to the 15-yard line. Ball comes out late, but the officials are on it and said, nope, ground caused the fumble on that one, so keep it with the Crusaders. Eli, Jake, and Duffy on another big reception. And Moeller on the move here. Jake Miners wants that called incomplete because he thinks the ball he thinks the ball definitely hit the ground, but they're not going to turn it over. First and ten. Marshall in the backfield this time with Ponatoski. Ponatoski back to pass, looking to the end zone, and just out of the reach in the back of the end zone of his intended receiver, Roman Mason. That'll stop the clock with 9.39 to play, second down and ten. Mason had a step on the defender that time, Jerry. Yep, and it wasn't a bad throw either. He just bobbled it a little bit. 31-14 Trojans, 9.39 left in the game. 
Crusaders have a second and ten from the Trojan 15. Twin receivers both sides of the field. Ponatoski back to pass. Throws it into coverage. Incomplete. Nice job by the Trojan defense. That was intended for the wide receiver on the far side. I can't find his number. Oh, it's number. Is that number 11? Nope. 13. 13. 13. That's 13 for the Crusaders. Javon Love. And that's going to bring up third down and 10. And the Trojan fans come to their feet. Braden Rouse, one of the guys back there on coverage, kind of guy on the sight line of the intended receiver. Trips formation at the top. They hand this one off to Marshall in the backfield. Marshall comes up short of the 10-yard line, stopped at the 11. Braden Rouse again. Going to bring up fourth down and seven for Moeller. They'll keep the offense on the field with 31, a trailing 31 to 14. 9-15 to play. A huge fourth down. Trojan fans making some noise. Ponatoski in the shotgun. Marshall beside him. They fake it to Marshall. Ponatoski rolling out. Gets the pass ahead. It's caught, and it's a touchdown. Going in from 11 yards out on the touchdown reception is Roman Mason, his third touchdown reception of the game. You can see it coming all the way, Rob. They brought him in motion across the formation. Nobody on East Central's defense picked him up, and it was just an easy pitch and a catch from quarterback to receiver. Exactly nine minutes to play in the contest. Extra point will be attempted. And it is up, and it is good by Devin Orr. And all of a sudden, it's an 11-point contest. Make it 10-point contest, 31-21. to Trojans on top with nine minutes to play. Let's take a 30-second timeout. We'll come back with more right after this. That scoring drive was brought to you by Assured Partners Insurance in Batesville. See John Eargang with Assured Partners Insurance. We're back in 30 on WRBI 103.9. Are you looking for that perfect home in southeastern Indiana? Consider Tudor Square Realty. When you list with Tudor Square, you get a free comparative market analysis. Tudor Square has more than 35 years of experience in residential real estate. And whether you're buying or selling a home, they work tirelessly to get you the best price with the best terms possible. Trust the Tudor Square Realty Team, Batesville's oldest agency. See current listings at TudorSquare.com. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Tonight's game on 103.9 WRBI brought to you by Maxwell Construction, Great Plains Communications, Huber Trucking, Ison's Family Pizza, and Hurt and Elko. Alongside Jerry Stanger, I'm Rob Moorhead. Moeller takes the ball 80 yards on an 11, excuse me, and finishes off on an 11-yard touchdown pass from Ponatoski to Mason. And it's a 31-21 lead for the East Central Trojans. And, Jerry, the Reds come back yep. and beat the Cubs 3-2. to And game two Reds. of the day-night doubleheader, indeed a big win for your Cincinnati Reds. Franklin County is uh, – whoops, I just lost him. Franklin County is uh, taking control of Rushville 41-21 south of Cater Way, powering past – Edinburgh, Connorsville beats Greensburg 41 to 14, and our latest score, Larsburg 14 to 7. They lead Milan. Devin Orr's kick is fielded back near the goal line by the Trojans, running it up the left sideline that time for East Central was number 10, Tanner Draper, the sophomore, gets it out to about the 18 yard line. 
which, Jerry, as you were saying when we were off the air, what will be a very, very big drive here for the East Central offense. Got to garner. Got to get a first down. Obviously, you've got to get one here. I'm sure they would love nothing more to go down and score, but right now you got less than nine minutes to play. If they can run about half of that off on this possession, that would be huge. Jerry, when you get a chance, I'd love to see an update on the Batesville South. The only thing the last we got was 20-14. to 14. Okay. Right now you've got Josh Ringer back in the double wing formation. Josh takes a pitch back, turns it upfield, gets out across the 20 to the 22-yard line. Bring up second down and six. That is a final 20-team Batesville over South Dearborn. Batesville goes on the road and pushes their record to 3-0 and with a six-point win at South Dearborn. That's a good win for the Bulldogs. Clock the, runs with 8.30. Go ahead, partner. I was just going to say, Trojans uh, on the road after tonight's game, getting back into EIEC play up at uh, Franklin County and then at Batesville. Trojans into double wing formation once again. Ringer. And Ringer hands it off inside to Maxwell. Maxwell across the 30. Go, the Dylan. Go, Dylan. Down the 40. Go, 35. baby. Back to the 30. Three guys got him down at the 25-yard line. Dylan Maxwell takes the inside handoff from Josh Ringer on the counter. Takes it all the way down deep into Moeller territory. 53-yard run by Dylan Maxwell. He had one of, I believe, 67 earlier. They are chewing up Moeller's defense on the ground right now. Big, big play and a beautiful inside handoff from Ringer to Maxwell, and it just opened up right in the middle of the line. And again, Dylan wasn't touched till he got tackled. Trojans stay in the double wing. First and 10 for the Moeller, 25. This one's handed to Ryan Mingus straight up the middle. Mingus drags a tackler across the 15-yard line, or actually across the 20-yard line right down to the 15-yard line. A nice nine-yard pickup for Ryan Mingus. Brings up second and one for the Trojans. Burton on a keeper here maybe again, second and one. I think that's an excellent call as we're inside seven and a half to play. In the contest, East Call Central on safe. top by 10. Sorry about that, Jerry. No, 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 my bad. Call something safe here. Keep the clock moving. Move the chains. Double wing. They pitch it back to Ringer. Ringer getting blockers in front of him. Crosses the 15-yard line. Gets it out to the 14-yard line, and that's enough to move the chains. Ryan Mingus slow to get up that time, and now favoring uh, an ankle, it looks like. And he goes back down to the turf, and we'll get an injury timeout here, Jer. Although he's up now and trying to get off. Mingus able to walk off under his own power here. Hopefully just a cramp again of some sort. Crowd gives him a nice round of applause. The freshman has played very well tonight. He has been outstanding. Absolutely outstanding. Elijah Sellhorse checks in in his absence. Just a reminder, Ryan Brotherton unable to play in tonight's contest. Mm -hmm. And uh, Trojans switched up the offense and have really been hard to guard here tonight, Jer. Yeah. That's it, kind of a basketball term, but you know what I mean. Yeah, they have been hard to defend. And uh, you lose a guy like Brotherton, you definitely got some big concerns coming in. But you know what? It all starts with those guys up front doing the blocking. They've been unbelievable tonight. First and ten, double wing again. Ringer has it around to the outside, turns the corner. And <laughs> the end zone, touchdown! Yes! Beautiful. From 14 yards out, Josh Ringer scores again for the Trojans. He is so good at getting that edge in that corner. And it looks like he's, you swear he'd never be able to stay in bounds with the momentum he builds up taking that edge. 
But he does stay in bounds, and he takes it in from 14 yards out. Another Trojan touchdown. Indeed. I'm trying to look who came in, and it was 32 that came in to replace Mangus that time, and he had a great block. Caden yep. Wheat. Yep. The senior came in, had a great block out there to help spring Josh Ringer. As Ringer goes in from 14 yards out, McPhee's extra point is up good. and good. And the Trojans go back on top by a score of 38 to 21. 17-point lead, six and a half minutes to play. What a glorious night so far in suburban St. Leon. 14-yard touchdown run by Josh Ringer. Completes a 82-yard drive. This scoring play and scoring drive brought to you in part. That's, it is suburban. It is suburban. <laughs> Got me all choked up, Jim. Brought to you in part by Insured Partners Insurance in Batesville. See Kevin Kreckler with Assured Partners Insurance. We're a good mile and a half from downtown, Rob. There you, you got it, brother. You got it. That one caught me by surprise, Jerry. You don't surprise me very often, but you got me on that one. 38-21, to 21, East Central goes back on top by 17. A nice answer after the Moeller touchdown, cut it to 10. The Trojans come out. They chew up about uh, two and a half minutes off the clock and move the ball 82 yards for the touchdown. 6.34 left, 17-point lead, as Rob said, and uh, what a great win this could be for if you're an East Central alumni. Uh, uh, I mean anything involved with this program. What a win you could be proud of and, and enjoy and make a statement not only for this year's team but for your entire program. McPhee set to kick the ball off from the 40-yard line. He does just that, and that may be another touchback, and it is. The receiver brought it in. I believe that was number 11 uh, for Moeller. Preston Smith, who had to move back into the end zone to catch that one, and another touchback for Nathan McPhee. And, Jerry, the East Central cheerleaders have their custom of doing push-ups after the scores. <laughs> they got to crank out 38 of them right there. Let's so, roll, girls. Moeller takes over at their own 20-yard line, first and 10. They have six and a half minutes, and they're trailing by 17 points. Ponatoski will go back in the shotgun. Looks like Marshall will be in the backfield with him. They've got two receivers split out to either side of the formation. Ball will be marked on the far hash mark. Right at the 20-yard line. Still got to keep your focus if you're out there on defense. Just keep doing what you've been doing all night. You got six and a half minutes left to do it. Four receivers. Ponatoski looks to the top of the formation, and that pass is completed right at the 25-yard line. He was on his knee when he caught the ball. He should be down right there. But there was no whistle. And the Trojan defenders kind of let up for a second. But it uh, looked like it was complete to number 13 there at the top of the formation. That's Javon Love. They'll give him nine yards on the gain, moving it out to the 29-yard line. Second one, back to pass again as Ponatoski. He's under pressure this time. And Ponatoski will go down. That will go down as a sack, a loss of about two. At the 27-yard line. Who got in there, Jer? I see... That eight coming out of there, Eli Ertle. That's Eli Ertle. Eli Ertle with the sack. And I believe number 56 in there as well, Braden Becknell. 
Ponatowski rolls out to the right this time, complete to his tight end across the 30-yard line, out to the 33, and that will be enough for a first down to move the chains. Got a first down, but you held them to a minimal gain. Clock will start again as soon as they get set, and there it goes. 96 for the Trojans on the tackle that time, Cole Sebastian. First and 10, Moeller. Clock runs at five and a half. Ball spotted at the 34-yard line. Ponatoski sends a man in motion. He's back to pass again. Now he's under pressure. And down he goes. Down. Number 35, I believe, Rob. Indeed. Sacked to the 25-yard line. Who was it, Jerry? That is Brendan Coulter. Brendan Coulter comes in off the left defensive end for the sack. Drops him all the way back to the 25-yard line. That'll bring up second down and 19. Big play by the Trojan D. I believe that's Brendan's first sack of the season. Inside five minutes to play in the contest. Three receivers at the top. Ponatoski has one man alone at the bottom. Goes over the middle to the tight end. He's got it. Carson Pizanka drags him down short of midfield. A nice catch out there on another nice pass from Ponatoski. This is Eli, Jake, and Duffy. They've had some big connections tonight. Ball spotted right at midfield, first and 10 for Moeller. Two receivers to each side of the formation. Marshall in the backfield beside Ponatoski. Ponatoski looks to the top this time, throws it behind his intended receiver. 18. That's Matthew Fogler. Ball falls incomplete, second down and 10. Clock stopped at 431 to play in the contest. Trojans up 38-21. Four and a half minutes left to play. Fourth quarter, Moeller second and 10 from midfield. Ponatoski sends a man in motion. That puts three receivers at the top of the formation. Ponatoski rolls that way, tries to go to the tight end, and he falls incomplete. I believe that was Carson Pazanka coming in there, diving to get a hand on that one. Yep. The incompletion makes it third down and 10. A blitz coming for the Trojans, and Rob said Pazanka out there. Laying out, trying to get a hand on that football. They'll keep three receivers at the top, one man alone at the bottom of the formation. That lone man down here is Roman Mason, who has three touchdowns tonight. Also, you got Jordan Marshall deep in behind his quarterback. They fake it to Marshall, play action. Ponatoski over the middle. What a catch. Hot and unbelievable catch down near the 35-yard line. Once again on that one, another guy who's had a nice night tonight is Preston Smith, and that'll move the chains. You know, they haven't done bad as the Trojan defense in the secondary. They've caused some misses, but you're just going to not stop them all the time. When you've got three and four capable receivers like Moeller does, it's unbelievable. And that was an incredible catch. Ponatoski back to press, under pressure, taken down. Past the 40-yard line, out to the 41-yard line. Getting Braden off Beck the pile there is Braden Becknell. Drops him for a loss of six. Will make it second down and 16. Clock runs at 3.50 to play in the contest. Boy, the pocket collapsed on him there, Jerry. I'm just really surprised. At the, I mean, not a large amount of time, but they're wasting five, six, seven seconds. Trips to the bottom of the formation. Ponatoski looking to the top to a man out there, and it's complete. Down near the line to gain and knocked out of bounds at the 25-yard line. On the reception that time, I believe, is 16. Or is that 18? Matthew Fogler would make more more sense. Matthew Fogler. Clock stopped three and a half, and that moves the chains for the Crusaders. They trail by 17. 
Three minutes, 30 seconds left to play. Two receivers to the wide side of the field. Now Marshall out of the backfield in motion. They're looking that direction. Nice catch inside the 20-yard line. Ball comes loose. East Central might be on that football, and they are. The Trojans come up with the fumble recovery, and it's East Central football. So that pass was completed to number 11, Preston Smith. He was swung around by the waist and lost the football. And number 56 for East Central came up with the fumble recovery. That's Braden Becknell. He had a sack and a fumble recovery, Jerry, if it stands. If it stands, they're talking about it. I think the Trojan defense is coming back out on yep, the field. they are. And they will say his forward progress was stopped. Matt. And that was not a fumble. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. I mean, it was close, no doubt. It was no doubt close, but. So the reception goes for a two-yard gain. It'll bring up second down and eight. Might want to turn that crowd mic down a little bit, Jerry. So we keep this thing PG rated. 317 left there's, to play. There's some unhappy folks out there for Tomatoski sure. Tomatoski fakes the jet sweep. Now he's under pressure, rolling to his left, looking downfield near the end zone. It's caught at the two-yard line and running into the end zone for the touchdown is Jordan Marshall. That's just real, really unfortunate there on if you're East Central to have that fumble come in and reversed. And you had a feeling it was going to happen when they start getting together to talk about it in the middle of the field. And then two plays later, you got a touchdown by uh, Jordan Marshall. That is a 23-yard touchdown pass from Ponatoski to Jordan Marshall with 3.04 to play. Marshall caught it on about the two and then circled back to the five to get away from the defenders and then ran it into the end zone. Orr will be on to attempt the extra point. It is up and it is good. So that's going to make it a 10-point game once again, 38-28. to 28. And, Jerry, I would expect we'll be looking yeah. at an onside kick yeah. right here. I don't think there's any doubt you're going to see an onside kick here. Three minutes left. Trojans up by 10. I'm sure they're going to have the hands team up front. Moeller still does have, well, each team still has three timeouts left. I'm sure the Trojans will not, hope they will not have to use any of theirs. Jerry, that's Scoring Drive brought to you by Assured Partners Insurance in Batesville. See David Ball with Assured Partners Insurance. Lots of points in this one tonight. What has been an extremely entertaining football game. Three minutes and four seconds left to go in the contest. And the East Central Trojans are on top of this one, 38-28. to 28. But Moeller, as you would expect, they are not going away quietly. They'll continue to battle in this one. And you can tell, Jerry, they're setting up for what's going to be an onside kick. Devin Orr sets the tee up, and he's looking over to his left. Yep. And uh, we'll see if that's a red herring, and he might come back to the right or just exactly what he'll do here. But Trojans with about seven guys up on the front line and another four in behind him. Only Uh, one guy deep, number 10, I believe, Rob. Yeah, so they're waiting on this one. Tanner Draper. They can only have 11 out there, so my math's a little off. There's the onside kick. Gets a nice bounce and covered by East Josh Central. Ringer. Josh Ringer. He has good hands, <laughs> and he covers that one right at midfield. And actually, it'll be at the 49-yard line of Moeller, and that's where East Central's offense will come back out on the field. And Jerry, with 3.03 left to play, I would be absolutely shocked if we don't see more of that double-wing formation. No here. doubt. Um, Got to get at least one first down here if you don't. Moeller probably going to use all three of their timeouts on this series. They could really 
save a lot of clock if East Central's unable to generate a first down here. Robbie Blay split out wide to the bottom of the formation. The ball is on the far hash mark from our vantage point here in the press box. They are in the double wing formation. Mingus in behind the quarterback. Here comes Maxwell running to his left, pushing the pile forward. Gain of two on the play as he'll be taken down at the 47-yard line. Moeller immediately uses a timeout. Indeed they do. Timeout for Moeller. Stops the clock with 2.55 to play here in the contest, Jerry. They've got to get at least one first down that try to salt this clock away as much as they can. Jerry, let's go down into the sideline huddle there at East Central. And what's the message being delivered by uh, by coach and his uh, and his assistant coaches that are all huddled around? Well, right now you're imploring your guys to block now more than ever. They've done a great job all night long. Um, and that's really the big thing. you got to get a helmet on a helmet. you got to get that push like you've been doing all night. Keep it up, guys. Um, you know, second and eight, that's a tough down and distance. But, like I said, one first down, and you can pretty well salt this thing away. The sideline huddle breaks. The Trojan offense jogs back onto the field to face this second and eight. Ball on the 47-yard line. They need the 39 of Moeller for the first down. Double wing formation. Ringer in motion. Gets the handoff running to his right. Cuts it upfield across the 35. Down, excuse me, across the 45, I should say. Down near the 47-yard line. It'll be a gain of about three on the play. Going to bring up third down and four. Right now they've only used up 20 seconds. This is huge right here, third and four. Moeller calls their second timeout. They've got to get a first down here. So on the defensive huddle for Moeller right now, again, you're saying, all right, guys, fight off your blocks, find the ball carrier, bring them down. Yeah. And at this point, Jerry, East Central could face a very interesting decision. Let's say they get Mm -hmm. about three yards on this and are looking at fourth and short. Uh, I think they would go for it in that situation. If you're looking at fourth and a yard, fourth and less than a yard, they're definitely going to go for it. There's no question about it. I think these offensive coaches trust this offensive line to move the pile, and we'll see if that happens. Jerry, just as we talk about this and look at this score, how big is that field goal at the end of the first half Mm -hmm. that has made this a Mm two-possession game? Very big. Looks even bigger now. Timeout is over. Double wing formation. Burton under center. Ringer in motion. He gets it. Inside handoff to Maxwell. Maxwell across the 40, and he's got the first down. What a gutsy call by East Central. They pitch it back to Josh Ringer. He hands it off inside on the counter to Dylan Maxwell coming back to the left. Maxwell carries it all the way down to the 37-yard line, first and 10. That is such a gutsy call because there is so much humanity punched up in the middle of that line. And for somebody from Moeller not to slice through there and for Dylan Maxwell to find just enough of an opening to eke out a first down, that is a just an absolutely monumental play and a gutsy play call. That That's big. Clock runs in East Central using every bit of it with 2.09 left to play, and now the Trojans will take a timeout. So Moeller has one timeout left. East Central has two timeouts left after that timeout. 2.07 left to play in the ballgame. East Central about a first down away from being able to salt the clock away completely, Jerry. Any scores We're, you can bring us up to Well, speed just on? to let uh, everybody know, we are now both on streaming and live on the radio. Awesome. Welcome to those. 
on the live stream. We've been listening to the Batesville South Dearborn game with Tom Snape and Terrence Arney. And we got finals, 20-14, to 14, Batesville over South Dearborn. Larksburg, another battle tonight, 28-21 to 21 over Milan. North Decatur, no trouble with Monroe Central, 41-6. to 6. Franklin County over Rushville, 41-21. South Decatur over Edinburgh, 52-14. Connorsville all over Greensburg, 41-14. And, yes, the Reds did beat the Cubs, 3-2 with two in the bottom of the ninth. Thanks to Brent Lee running the board tonight. And Annie Nunley back in the studio. Annie's been tracking down those scores and sending them our way all night. Timeout is over. East Central with the football, and Moeller jumps off sides. East Central, Maxwell started to come in motion. Moeller was trying to time up the snap. And instead, they jumped off sides, moved the ball five yards forward for East Central. It will now be first and five. First and five. The guy from Moeller just came charged, and it couldn't stop those momentum and uh, just fell across the line of scrimmage. First and five for the Trojans. Double wing formation. Robbie Blay, I think it is, or is that Corey Helms split way out? Neither one. Here's a handoff to Maxwell. Maxwell is loose across the 25. Maxwell slides what a down heady play. smartly. At the 20-yard line. What a heady play by Dylan Maxwell, and you wouldn't expect anything less out of him. Slides down to make sure he eats the clock up. Great play by that young man. Indeed. Now we're in victory formation, Rob. And that was the first down they needed to be able to salt this clock away as the clock is stopped at 148. So instead of being greedy and picking up another five to seven yards, maybe even cutting it back, uh, in some way, shape, or form, right. Maxwell does the smart thing, slides to the turf, keeps this clock running at 134. The Trojans, will, looks like they'll take another timeout, and then they'll talk about how they're going to finish this one off. So the East Central Trojans about to pick up a very, very big win and go to 3-0 and on the year and avenge last year's loss to the Molar Crusaders here. Just a, an incredible win. As I said earlier, for the whole school system, the corporation, the community, uh, and to play like they did. I mean, literally, Rob, they played one five-yard penalty. They were mistake-free, I believe. Mm-hmm. Or they, no, they did have one early, a block in the back, I believe. Yeah, no, not- tur- no turnovers, and you can see how big that is. No, not- no turnovers tonight. Definitely not many penalties indeed. Just a great, great team win, and... These guys said it on the field before the game. They're locked in and they're focused, and, man, they were tonight. And what a job by that offensive line. I think the numbers will surprise even me and you. We know they're huge, but I think they'll surprise me and you. And, Jerry, the time of possession has been incredible in yeah. Central's favor here in the second half. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a two-to-one advantage in time of possession. The Trojans go in victory formation, and it is for sure – Victory formation now as Cole Burton takes a snap, takes three yards backwards, and then kneels it down. They'll have to do that one more time to be able to finish this one out. But the East Central Trojans are going to get out of here with a 38-28 victory and run their record to 3-0 and on the young season. And, Jerry, this is a win that will turn some heads across both the state of Indiana and Ohio. Yeah, it will. It will. This is a tremendous win. Um but I'm sure, as Coach Myers would tell you, enjoy it tonight. We go back to work tomorrow for next week. And, well, that's uh, no fun, but it's yeah, exactly what happens. That's exactly what will happen. <laughs> and, the, and, the, and the crowd tonight was incredible. Kevin Moore's first two games as AD for a two football games, he gets two incredible crowds. He does. He's in there <laughs> counting his money is what he's doing. He's counting those gate receipts. And they will have to do one more snap 
And uh, Cole goes back under center. There it is. He kneels it down. And only 25 seconds on the clock. And the East Central Trojans, the celebration is on. The final score here, East Central knocks off Moeller 38-28 here at Trojan Field. The Trojans run their record to 3-0. Moeller falls to 1-2. A big win tonight for the East Central Trojans as both teams are at midfield shaking hands. We're going to take a timeout here, and we'll come back with our postgame show right after this. East Central gets the victory over Moeller, 38-28 on Country 103.9 WRBI and WRBIRadio.com. You can depend on Straber Oil Company, a locally owned small business. Regardless of the weather or time of year, you can depend on Straber Oil Company, your marathon distributor, to deliver fuel oil, gasoline, diesel fuel, and a full line of lubricants when and where you need them. Straber Oil Company always delivers with prompt and courteous service. Call Straber Oil Company today at 812-934-2910. Congratulations to the East Central Trojans football team from the Straber Oil Company. When looking for the highest standard of HVAC service and care, turn to Hurt and Elko, your local Lennox premier dealer. Hurt and Elko and their premier dealer status means you are certain to be working with a company who has the highest level of training, professionalism, and customer satisfaction. For a limited time, they're offering up to $1,900 in rebates on a brand new Lennox system or finance with low monthly payments. Call Hurt and Elko today at 812-934-4646 or visit them online at hurt-elko.com to learn more. Conditions apply. See dealer for details. When superhero students need super fast internet, it's Great Plains Communications to the rescue. Set your kids up for success with fast, fiber-powered internet and more to keep them connected to teachers, friends, and family. Super fast internet for your superhero students and money-saving offers from your hometown internet hero, Great Plains Communications. Sign up now to take advantage of great back-to-school offers at gpcom.com or call 833-341-2324. Offer valid on residential services only through September 22nd, 2023. Other limitations and restrictions may apply. The Sports Voice, Country 103.9, WRBI, Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville. Welcome back to East Central High School's Trojan Field, where the Skyline Chili Cross Down Showdown victory goes to the East Central Trojans over the Molar Crusaders by a score of 38 to 28. Being presented with the player of the game honor at at midcourt, midcourt at midcourt right now <laughs> is Josh Ringer, number 15. The Mr. Football candidate for the East Central Trojans being awarded right now as the player of the game. And, Jerry, he deserves every bit of that. He does. Another, you know, Josh had a big game against these guys last year. I think he ran for 195 yards. The bigger the game, it seems, the better he plays and the more jacked up and the more focused he gets. But what can you say that we haven't already said tonight about the job this offensive line has done? Coming in here against a big-time opponent like Moeller is. And every time you play a Moeller team, it's a big-time opponent. It's just phenomenal what these guys from little old East Central High School and even little old St. Leon, suburban St. Leon, or can do here against a team like the Moeller Crusaders. A monster win for Jake Miners and everybody that's down on the field right now. Uh, Dr. Jackson, who was up here, Tom Black, Kevin Moore, everybody involved. Uh, with this program. This is a huge, huge win. They have shown everybody in this region that they can play with anybody and they can beat anybody. It's just a monster win for this team and this program. 
And again, the job the offensive line did and everybody who was involved in this game, not only Josh Ringer, Dylan Maxwell was phenomenal. Uh, young Ryan Mingus, when his number was called, did a great job. They got tremendous blocking from guys that don't normally get to see the field on a lot of Friday nights because Ryan Brotherton wasn't out there tonight. And maybe the biggest thing of all, what they did tonight against a team like Moeller without one of their two biggest playmakers and Ryan Brotherton speaks so much, speaks so loud for the job that these coaches did to get this team ready for this game here tonight and come out here and perform like they did. And they only punted one time, and that was late in the first half. And uh, just a phenomenal job, Rob. We mentioned about no turnovers, a couple little penalties that really absolutely do not even come into factor in the outcome of the game. And uh, just a great job overall. Nathan McPhee, great again tonight. Just a super job by everybody. How about Elijah Selhorst yep. coming in and getting a touchdown pass? Yep. And uh, you talk about the offensive line, center R.J. Sig, left guard Noah Brown, right guard Wyatt Smith, left tackle Noah Schneider, right guard Gavin Osterman. Those are the starters. Other guys I know came in and rotated in at times, Jerry, but uh, they just dominated tonight. And then, Jerry, the defense played so well. Yep. Through the middle of the second quarter, yep. through the third quarter, they forced Moeller to punt four straight times. <clears throat> Pardon me. And that allowed East Central to get that spread. <clears throat> pardon me, to spread that game out to a 17-point lead, and then it went from 17 to 10 at various times, and it never got closer to 10 in the second half. We want to thank Andrew Shaver once again uh, for bringing us some statistics up here. Jer, run down those numbers that you got there from Andrew. Well, unbelievable night. Josh Ringer, 26 carries, 244 yards, 9.4 yard average, three scores. Dylan Maxwell, Hold on, folks. Ten carries, 174 yards for Dylan Maxwell, 17.4-yard average and a touchdown. Ryan Mingus, nine carries, 30 yards. Burton carried it six times for 36 yards. Uh, Josh Ringer, two catches for 38. One of those was a huge first down uh, down here on our end of the field down here. East Central total offense. This is mind-blowing. 521 yards. Total offense, 521. Moeller, impressive. Moeller had 406, 297 passing and uh, 109 rushing. Um, so they did a pretty good job on um, Jordan Marshall. I mean, he's going to get his yards. There's no doubt about that. Uh, but there were some times when East Central was able to bottle him up, bottle him up for a two- or three- or four-yard gain, and, and those kinds of things are, are huge. And as Rob said... Yeah, you look at 28 points and you think, well, the defense wasn't that good. Yeah, they were. They were that good. Uh, Moeller has weapons all over the field. They just made some plays at the most opportune times throughout the game, and Rob hit on it in the second half, and you could see it from the first quarter to the second quarter. Between that break, that break, they made some defensive adjustments and switched some things up, which allowed them to slow Moeller down for that one quarter and then come out in the third quarter and get a stop early as well. Those are huge. That gives your offense a chance to come back onto the field and do what they do. And they did it all night long, really. One punt, you you know, you got to give Moeller's defense a little credit. And how cool is this right here? Jordan Marshall coming back out here on the field and congratulating some of the East Central players and Coach Jake Miners. That's the kind of class that this Moeller team brings, and uh, this is really cool. They're going to have, a, I think, a photo down here 
with Jordan Marshall and Josh Ringer. That that is just uh, that is one of the coolest moments you'll ever see. It is, and Ethan Page, the punter, is out there as well, and also it looks like uh, one of the wide receivers out there. If I'm looking correctly, that's Josh Alds- Aldisberger, 83. If that's an 83 yep. on that far looks side, like you got. Three Moeller guys who came back out and showing fantastic sportsmanship and congratulating Josh Ringer and other members of the East Central Trojans. And that's what you like to see. I think there's no doubt, Jerry, these two programs respect one another. They've been playing now for about four or five years here in a row, and uh, they're always good battles. And tonight, East Central comes out on top. And uh, next week, Jerry, the Trojans get back into EIAC play. They will head up the road to Franklin County. Uh, for a 7 o'clock kickoff. Jerry and I will have that for you here uh, on WRBIRadio.com once again. And for Moeller, their Indiana tour continues next week. Look at this guy up here already. As Moeller will be taking on Center Grove next year. And, man, I didn't see him. He snuck up here on us. We've got the head coach of the East Central Trojans, Jake Miners. Jake, a big win tonight to go to 3-0. and And Jerry's going to talk to you about it. Just want to make sure that mic works. Had a little trouble with it at halftime. So, well, uh, let me get untangled here and uh, let Jerry take it over. Uh, the superlatives with Josh Ringer are you kind of run out of run out of run out of him after a while. A monster game for him, and I, I would think that possibly that uh, you got a Moeller coming in here, and what a class move by Jordan Marshall to come back out in the field and talk to Josh. I'm sure that motivated Josh a little bit as well, doesn't it? Sure. You know. Uh, <laughs> First of all, Jordan Marshall is a whale of a football player. Oh, my goodness. Um, you know, we were just watching that clock in the second half going, my goodness, Jordan, just please don't break one loose. Uh, you know, it, it, we're just telling our defense it's okay. Um, you know, just tackle them in bounds. But, uh, yes, Josh Ringer, uh, he, he knew the, the workload was going to be heavy tonight. Uh, he was just excited. He was very excited for the opportunity. Not only to go against, you know, another great back in Jordan Marshall, but just going against a great football team in Moeller and just knowing that the, the game was going to be uh, honestly in his hands, um, you know, offensively speaking. And uh, he's going to have to have a big game. And boy, did he step up in a big way. Um, you know, I also, uh, Dylan Maxwell. Uh, Dylan Maxwell, he hasn't taken a snap of offense uh, all week. Told him Monday, uh, said, hey, man, with uh, Brotherton being out, um, what do you think about playing a little bit of offense this week? And, uh, he relished the opportunity. Uh, it's been an offense that those guys have been running since the third grade. Um, and uh, those guys just smiled and said, let's do it, coach. And uh, just couldn't, can't say enough about Dylan Maxwell and Josh Ringer. Both team captains knew that they had to step up. And uh, boy, did they ever tonight. And I think he's faster than his older brother, too. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe now, yeah. Uh, the offensive line, what a unbelievable job by those guys tonight. Open up holes. I mean, it's, it's in a lot of the plays you run, the misdirection and the double handoffs, and they still are able to get those gaps and get those holes and let those guys do what they do. I mean, I know there was a lot of stars here tonight, and uh, you could give it across the board. Talk about those guys. Yeah, and, uh, you know, we went up to those guys, too, uh, saying, you know, we're thinking about being a little bit heavier run than normal uh, in our game plan this week. We're going up against some big dudes up front at Muller because <laughs> uh, their defensive line's really good. Their linebackers fly. Um, and uh, those guys just smiled and said, uh, yes, Coach, you know, uh, run behind us. We got it. Uh, but, again, it, it's just an offense that they, they've rep for a long time. Um, and, and, you know, it's not – it's traditionally central uh, blocking, and that's all it is. And those guys, um, they, they eat, sleep, and breathe it, um, and they, they love the little adjustments that we have to make in-game. And uh, every adjustment that we put in tonight um, 
the offensive line was able to go out and execute. And we had talked all week just about executing the game plan, uh, but we had to make some tweaks that you know we couldn't see in practice that we had to get to tonight. And uh, gosh, they stepped up. And that, that's a young offensive line. There's uh, three guys on an offensive line who's only now played three games of varsity football, uh, going against one of the top teams in the region. And uh, you know, it's just it's an amazing thing. And I don't honestly have the words. Just, I could keep talking about them all night. Yeah. Um, not that he had a big stat line, but I thought Ryan Mingus also come in there when you called his number. He performed very well, too. Yeah, that's a freshman getting his first start tonight against, uh, against Moeller. You know, uh, <laughs> nothing like being thrown in the fire there, Ryan. Uh, but, you know, he, he's, we've talked in the past about him just, uh, you know, waiting for his opportunity, um, you know, going through practice the right way. Um, and it really, his execution in the blocking game was, was incredible. Um, we had two freshmen out there on the field going against Moeller tonight uh, offensively uh, for those guys to, to keep competing. Um, I, I made the comment to uh, our coaching staff yesterday, um, when you have two freshmen that are getting ready to prepare for Moeller, and, and, uh, but they had a quiet confidence in about them all week. Mm-hmm. The moment didn't seem too big for them. Um, they were very confident in practice. Honestly, kind of laid back. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of had to check the pulse there a little <laughs> bit. But, um, you know, they're just confident. And, and again, the, the way we prepare, um, they, they've been working for this moment since January. And they're, they're just ready to go. They're ready for their moment tonight. And you, you've talked about this before, and you hear from other coaches, too, about the drive and the focus of your kids out here. And it obviously starts with that senior group. And it does trickle down, doesn't it? The drive and the focus that these kids have. Uh, I'm sh- this was a huge win, but that at the end of the rainbow come late October and into November, that's what their focus is towards. And you can probably get a sense of that. Yeah, we talked, you know, we talked all this week and, and hit it home during uh, pregame that just believe in yourselves. Just, I know we won a state championship last year, uh, but believe in the moment. Believe in the opportunity that you have to go play Moeller. Uh, believe in the fact that we prepare the right way uh, and that you're prepared to go take on this team. Believe that you're pretty good. Right. Um, and uh, I think that that really showed tonight. It started with our seniors uh, just talking all week. Hey, we've got these guys before. We can get them again. Uh, we just want the opportunity on Friday. We Last year we felt like, I don't say we'd won, won the game, but we felt like we would have been, closer the right. score would have been closer if we didn't hurt ourselves right um and so you know i think the learning from that game uh obviously fed us through the playoff playoffs last year but at the same time it's carrying over into this year just you know really just handling your business playing fundamentally sound football and giving ourselves an opportunity to win a game yeah um the defense uh, a great job as well uh, some people look at 28 points and think you, you didn't do a very good job. You did do a good job on defense. You made some adjustments, obviously, after the first quarter. They had the two long touchdown passes, four possessions in a row, punts, and a turnover on downs. That was huge to kind of stop their momentum offensively to give you guys a chance to seize momentum of the game. Yeah, certainly. And uh, our defense, you know, 28 points, some people are going to look at that, like you said, and say, I don't know. But you're playing situational football. We told them at halftime, you've given up two big plays. Mm -hmm. Don't get beat over the top. And and make them drive the field and force them to drive the field, and let's see what happens. Uh, You know, at the worst-case scenario, we're up 10. Um, You know, make them burn clock. If they score, they score. That's fine. Our offense is getting the ball back. But make them eat clock and keep everything in front of you. And uh, that's one adjustment we made at halftime, and and I think it really played out. When you force it. The statistics are crazy. When you force a high school football team to go 80 yards yes. um, and, and keeping things in front of you, not hurting yourself, 
the odds are at some point in time you're going to you're going to turn them over on downs or you're going to turn them over or force them into a punting situation so uh, the last touchdown honestly we're, we're eating clock um, yeah. defensively right um you know so we're just keeping everything in front yes we're more of a prevent style defense going to give stuff up up underneath and we were able to you know they, they scored but we were able to go out and execute on our special teams and the uh, sell horse touchdown pass early uh, yeah. <laughs> talk about that one a little bit <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, you know, uh, on the offensive coaching staff, there's a few of us that have, uh, you know, different philosophies of, of things. and There's rumors floating around uh, about that. I like, uh, I like to cut her loose every now and then. And, uh, you know, when I play, called the play, um, we might have had some guys in the box going, I don't know about that. And I said, and I was like, ah, you know, I, I've learned, I'm still a young coach, but I've learned that at some point in time, you've got to take a calculated risk. Uh-huh. And to me, if that's incomplete there, we kick a field goal and we still right. score points. So, right. you know, it's a calculated risk. Uh, Eli Sellers is, you know, he's a quarterback. He also plays wide receiver, so we're pretty comfortable with the ball in his hands. And uh, he made a great throw. And anytime you're throwing at 15, uh, you know, <laughs> good things are going to happen. And I think we've talked about this young man every game so far. At the time that it happened, I said that can be a really, really huge field goal that. Nathan made down here and when yeah. they cut it to 10 it even magnified it even more that was a big play to me huge huge um, you know and, and one of the things that I've learned as being a head coach is uh, you know there's certain points in time where I haven't kicked that field goal right. uh, where I've gone for it uh, but in this game and just feeling out the situation and feeling how comfortable our offense was um, you know that's where you that's where you throw the field goal team out there um, Nate's looked really good he's looked really good in the, this preseason um, that field goal was huge um, you know, he, he just nothing really bothers him. He just goes out. He doesn't really, you know, the moment's not too big for him. And then his touchbacks, um, right. making them, they have some elite returners. Mm-hmm. And so being able to put the ball in the end zone uh, is just huge. So he, he had a big night, a big night. And it's something that kind of goes unnoticed most of the time, um, but not not in our world. Um, it, we, we carry special, you know, we, we hold special teams very highly. Um, and we're going to celebrate him a little bit tonight. All right, Coach, thanks a bunch. A tremendous win for the whole entire community here, the school, all you guys. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you next week at Brookville. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. We'll take a quick timeout and be back to wrap it up right after this on Country 103.9 FM WRBI. Hey, football fans. While Ivy Tech Community College doesn't have a football team, what it does have is your play to a great future. Earn a short-term certificate to quickly get into a high-wage, high-demand career. Earn your associate degree in a wide variety of programs for a more affordable transfer to a bachelor's degree. Classes are offered in person and online at the Lawrenceburg and Batesville locations. For more information, email r11express at ivytech.edu. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. And for one final time this evening, Rob Moorhead, Jerry Stanger back with you here at East Central High School's Trojan Field where the East Central Trojans get a huge 38-28 victory over the Moeller Crusaders. And, uh, Jerry, great job on the interview with Jake Miners. And, uh, you know, uh, you had the state championship win last year, obviously. But, but aside from that, this has got to be one of the biggest wins of his, uh, that young coach's career. There's no question about it. Uh, I mean, you won the state championship last year. That's about as big as it gets in the state. But to go outside of the state and go across the state line into Ohio, where traditionally uh, not only the state of Ohio, but Cincinnati in particular, is a hotbed for high school football to uh, uh, beat a program the caliber of the Molar Crusaders have been doing it for decades and decades and decades and decades. Uh, just a monster win, a statement win. 
uh, a feel-good win, and again, for the entire entire community. And I think it's a feel-good win for the entire southeastern Indiana that can show the rest of the people in the region that, hey, there's some pretty good football being played here, not only right here at East Central, uh, but some of the other county schools and area schools as well. There's some good football teams out here. There's some good talent out here. There's some good coaching going on out here. It's just a great win, and it can spread for miles and miles and miles. Super job by everybody here tonight. Well, Jerry, for those East Central fans who have been here at the game and now in their cars on the way home, we want to run down the finals from around southeastern Indiana. Connersville over Greensburg tonight, 41-14. South Decatur knocks off Edinburgh, 52-14. It's Franklin County besting Rushville, 41-21. North Decatur all over Monroe Central, 41-6. Lawrenceburg by a touchdown over Milan, 28-21. And also on WRBI tonight with Tom Tom Snape and Terrence Arney, you heard Batesville go to 3-0 on the year, knocking off South Dearborn 20-14. Wonder when the last time both coverage teams here at WRBI were 6-0 combined. True. Uh, the Bulldogs 3-0, the Trojans 3-0. Also, yeah. the Redlegs get a 3-2 victory over the Cubs tonight. And again, the final score here on this one, East Central 38, Moeller 28. We want to say thank you once again to Brent Lee back in the studio and Annie Nunley. Uh, for providing the scores for us tonight. Also, we got to say thank you to our fine sponsors for bringing you high school football here on WRBI Radio. Ivy Tech Community College, Ollie Shell, SCI Fiber by Southeastern Indiana REMC, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, and Lutz Auction and Cornerstone Realty. Also, SIG Surveying, Margaret Mary Health, Garings, and Affinity Graphics and Tees, along with Maxwell Construction, Great Plains Communications, Huber Trucking, Ison's Family Pizza, Hurt and Elko, Straber Oil, Bruns Gutsweller, George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Tudor Square Realty, and Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. Jerry, an absolute pleasure working with you again tonight on Thank such you. a fun, fun broadcast. We congratulate Jake Miners and the East Central Trojans for their 38-28 victory over the Molar Crusaders. Until next time, for my partner alongside Jerry Stanger, this is Rob Moorhead saying thank you so much for listening. Have a fantastic Labor Day weekend, everyone.